And welcome back to episode two of the Unpaid and Underrated Podcast, a podcast by crew for crew. I'm one of your hosts, Big Keith, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host here, Big Joey. As always, there's no flaw in that logic. Been here every time. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and as well as our special crew guest this week, Big Jake, I would say. Or is it Beer Belly Lifts? Yeah. Yeah. The actual one here today. No, no, no. Yeah, for anyone that uh, for anyone that wasn't here a few minutes ago, which you technically wouldn't have been, obviously, uh, Big Damager was uh, joining us in the chat, and then he, uh, you know, he 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 got called away to to the to, to the nuclear power plant for some emergency, so he's a little preoccupied now. I miss him. Well, I mean, we'll 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 see him in July, maybe. Uh, well, uh, Jake, what are you what, what what are you drinking this week, buddy? Well. I had to get something special, so I got I got a buddy down in Iowa that he likes to bring me brewery beers from Decorah, Iowa. So this is a pseudo Sioux uh, pale ale. Is so, I is Iowa Midwest? Um, it's about as Midwest as I think you can get. I don't know yeah. if there's any more more Midwest, honestly. You know. <laughs> I hope that didn't show up on camera. No, no one can see. It was just a ghost. Just a ghost. It's a second ghost <laughs> sighting this uh, this month up in Canada. So yeah, I think this is pretty close to where uh, Big Jen lives. So maybe she's had a pseudo sue before. But oh, we we can we can ask her shortly here. Uh, you know, possibly next Tuesday. Well, I'm only working half a day tomorrow. So you know what that means? Breaking out the old Mick Ultras. <laughs> Yeah, I uh I'm just doing sparkled water tonight. I'm on a I'm on a mission to lower the amount of alcohol in my life, so doing sparkling water tonight. I've got one in there just in case. But we're on a mission right now to to cut back and get in shape for that meeting in December. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh how many pounds do you have? I'm at one I keep fluctuating between one sixty nine and one seventy one, and I wanna get down to one sixty five. No, sure. Yeah, like right. even yeah. just dropping creatine would help, but I think it would also screw up my recovery. So I think cutting alcohol, higher protein, a yeah. little less sugar, little well, it's hard for me to do less sugar. I do almost no sugar. So I think the beer would really make a difference. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. But yo, I've got the I'm still I'm still pounding these cranberry ginger ales. These are top tier. They're so good. So I'll probably get another case of those. I'm so confused if you have something directly behind your head or if you've like a watermarker on your on your zoom because there's like a, there's a there's an emblem right behind your head and I it's it's like crystal clear. Does anybody else recognize it? Do you recognize it? Oh, it's it's the Jaeger. That's the Jaeger symbol. It's <laughs> it's right behind my headphone and my that's headphone so keeps making it kind of clear. Oh, okay, okay. So it and physically is there. It's yes. just, it's, it's it's blending in and then it's cuz yeah, cuz we all have our well, Joey and I usually have our Zoom things uh, blurred because you know we're in our bedrooms. That, basically, that's been there since day one. I have so I've much never that's stuff crazy. from them that I got that. I got two of those actually. I gave one to my buddy. I've got, I got a hoodie from Jaeger. Um, I've got a bunch of like, like shot glasses and and things like that. Like I just have a lot of fun with those guys. Yeah, I thought you had made a custom background that was <laughs> just. True. 
know, had this little perfect Jaeger behind him. <laughs> I would that be so cool if I was that good at anything, <laughs> like that I could just like mess with you guys live time time like live stream. What do you call that? Yeah. Yeah, I thought maybe you were going to bust out like your Jaeger lifting team logo on us. And, you know, that was the great. That's, actually, that's coming. That's coming. It's just you have to be like you have to be at a slightly different angle because like I've been like I've been looking at your face for 27 weeks and it's never had that pop in and out like that. It's just amusing. Uh, over here. So you can see my yeah, zits instead of my Jaeger well, <laughs> symbol. Well, uh, <laughs> Someone mentioned perfect a little bit ago. So speaking of perfect, Big Jake's wearing what some consider to be the perfect blank. Do you want to tell people what you're wearing, buddy? I brought it out just for the boys because I knew this is highly sought after by the guys. Yes. Original cut, original blank, huge life. I did think after Grayson's brought out the first run OG logos last week, I was like, I wanted to bring it out and I tossed it on. And I think it's a medium. And wow. I, I wear, I wear You're two X's. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, I was like, I asked my wife before I came up here and I was like, what do you think? She's like, please do not wear that. That's and it's terrible. like, yeah, just like sh- the, the um, screen printing on it is like so ripped up and shredded. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll have to, uh, <laughs> before you go to bed tonight or something, have your wife take a picture of you in it, kind of like maybe flexing or something just so we can <laughs> throw that up on yeah. Instagram. Cause you're, you're probably you and a medium has got to be pretty, uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> I can't fit to a medium right. anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm rocking out the little dark side of the moon shirt. I think I've worn this one in a minute, but it's a classic. Oh, uh, we're going to get canceled. Yeah. Some, some guy was reading John Q recently and discovered we're, that we're too woke here. Well, I can't even, I don't even remember what that was. I, we're going to get to some, some yeah. bullshit social media talk today. So Absolutely. let's save it for that. Uh, I've just got the buddy, the band tea. The, the blurry buddy light and it was so funny i wore this into i'm a i'm a member at the local uh, pilots legion uh, and just because you know they do some community work and i like that shit and i went in there the one day and they were like dude you can't wear that here like <laughs> we're so we're so confused at how only that's blurry but that's actually really <laughs> funny that is that's good awesome. yeah i almost i almost wore the uh the actual one the the uncensored one Oh, we, everybody would hate you. That's the number one sought <laughs> after. That might like if Tanner did just a crew only, like, like select crew, right? Like just send it out. Like we're only doing a pre-order run of this, and didn't tell anybody other than like the people he trusted. He'd sell all of them. It's crazy that it is so sought after because I remember when like that whole situation went down, and he was giving them away like to get rid of them. And like, I have at the, I had the original shirt, but then I, he was like, buy another shirt and I'll give you the tank tops. And I gave mm-hmm. me, I either have one or two of them. And then he gave me, a, there was tank tops. And he gave me like a stack of yeah, buddies stickers. That was probably about, th- it was like 50 stickers he sent to me. And I was like, Oh, I guess we're really doing this, getting rid of all of these. Yeah. Buddies. But I have that sticker somewhere. Actually, but oh, that's yeah, I have. but it, it like it's funny you're saying that because that was what got me in. Yeah. I saw the yeah buddy in the back of somebody's lifting video, and I was like, "That's the funniest thing I've ever seen." How do I get one of those? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. We had it. It was in a white tank top. I remember with the blue with blue lettering. It was inverse, 
and because I custom dyed it so that it because I didn't want a white, I didn't want like a wife beater looking tank top. Yeah, I, I dyed it like a uh, like a baby blue and had the dark blue lettering on it. And I said, yeah, it's down in the down in the closet still. Oh, oh, the old days. Yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of the old days, let's let's resurrect one of our uh, favorite uh, little segments we have here. So I'm going to dive right into a little supporting the members we've supported. So we're going to show this out to the, the uh, to, to the Bairds, the big uh, big Tanner and his lovely wife. Welcome, they are fourth kid, uh, young Cy. So welcome to the crew, Cy. Welcome, Cy. Congrats, Tanner and Mary and Mary. Yeah, we do that every time because like the. Yeah. The crew is mostly the guys, and we're like, yeah, good work. Guy that did half of it or none of it. Um, I also want to harken back to some old great times that we didn't know we had while we had them. Um, you know, I want to say goodbye to Brian. Uh J. Brian J one zero zero eight. Um, you know, we we had you. We didn't we didn't appreciate you when you had you. So when we had you. So um good luck in your future endeavors. Best of luck in your life. I got such a kick out of that. I, I'm so glad we drug him. I I love when like 150 of us can just like rally around one cause and just make memes and bust balls for like 48 hours about some innocent fucker that like didn't even know what he was getting into. And it was just like, oh, oh you schmuck. Uh, shouldn't, have, shouldn't have done that, buddy. And this goes to the next clown we should talk about. Um, what What do you got his name here? You don't have his name here. Uh, shoot, where's it at? Fuck, Cody, I did. I, this dude, no, that, no, that, yeah, it's Cody Zyke, I think. I believe that that decided to also leave a hateful comment from a locked account. And, <laughs> like, you know, I, I've said this in, in certain ways, but I, I'm getting into big Mike Van Wick territory here. There's, I love my kids, okay. I never want my kids to experience bullying from either side. I don't want my kids to be bullies. I don't want my kids to be bullied. But I think as a grown adult, if you make an Instagram account, you lock it down for the sole purpose of saying mean things to other people, you deserve to be bullied into oblivion. And that's it. That I, I, I have no sympathy for guys like that. Brian wasn't following Massonomics to begin with. Yeah, I didn't think he was. I couldn't he, know where if he was. No, it was a there's short... no way, because I've seen these people do this before. That's a standard copy and paste comment from these trolls. This this Cody dude, like he's also like he's yeah, he's a bit of a big dude, but like, come on, man, you're not winning any competitions. I could probably I look up I'll look up your name in open powerlifting and find fucking nothing. And like like these guys, they just have these locked accounts, and Cody even unlocked his account after I yeah. called him out for it. So you you <laughs> did verify because I Joey isn't Joey isn't known for being accurate one hundred percent of the time. So I was just I oh, do double but check. when you it comes to bullying idiots on okay. Instagram, okay. I am accurate. The first thing sure. I did was so I'll say I wonder if that's a locked account in the Discord. Then I'll okay. go to Instagram and look, and it was. Okay. That's when I went back to Discord and went. Yeah, I'm like a hundred percent. I'm batting a thousand on the, and that's when I went and said to the dude, "Yeah, you're a locked account. No respect. No, I don't care about you." So he unlocked his account, and then was like, "It's not locked. It's not locked." Like, no, buddy, it was. And like I said, these guys like just, we know who you are. You're small, weak. 
come find like if you're the type that you're gonna message me now directly because you're listening to this and you're like, oh yeah, buddy, I'll come find you. No, you won't. And that's the <laughs> thing. They're locked accounts, they're cowards, they're bull they're they think they're bullies, and then the crew got a hold of you <laughs> and bullied you. And in a way that wasn't like we weren't attacking like your children or your life or anything like that. Like we literally just made memes about how sad we were that you left. And that's a bullying in its own right, right? Like, oh yeah, we, we're 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 definitely bullies. That's the power yeah. dynamic part part of bullying, right? Like, if you have thirty small people bullying a big guy, it's still bullying because the thirty people have the power dynamic, and that's what that was. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have to do it in a way that like took him down. We didn't. So, yeah, I've no, I've zero zero sympathy for guys like that. And you know what? The first thing I said to my wife. That Brian guy does that all the time. I promise you, I have no sympathy. And then somebody went and gooped him and found yeah. all of his other mean comments that oh, he yeah, does to yeah, other yeah. people. That was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I wasn't wrong. I'm never wrong with these types of guys. These types of guys are this, they're all that. That's all they are. I, but my only thing I'll, the only thing I'll add to that is do we, is there any chance that Cody was just being witty because Tanner was wearing camouflage shorts, George, that is? Because, like, he never, like, defended himself as, oh, I was just being funny. He was just, like, giving jabs right back to people because I don't think he expected to get, like, attacked like that. But it's like, I don't know. Like, if if, if one of us said it, it would have clearly been because he's wearing fucking camo shorts. But I don't know. I just, yeah, it was a the very busy week in Instagram for sure. But but the locked account right away. Yeah. I was just like, nah, I know your type. And was, does he even follow it? Let's go find out. Does he follow Massonomics? No, because he well, I, I don't know. He's got a thousand followers in the queue. Apparently. <laughs> but who knows about that? I, I I don't I don't know that I trust that fact. Yeah, there's no way. After like scrolling through his seven posts or whatever he had, I was like, yeah, this guy doesn't get it. So there's there's not a chance that he's in on the in on the joke. He actually does follow Massonomics. There you go. Um but has no not a single crew follower not a single so he's just following an a, a, he just a, follows a, massonomics he does not follow as a, a, a meme one of us yeah you had to think like out of their 50,000 followers like 20,000 people have to just be following him for the memes maybe even 30 or 40 like like how many people are listening to the podcast 10 out of the 50,000 probably not like 5 out of the 50,000 like i don't know yeah like some five, you know, there's a, you gotta like, you know, that's why Tanner's like multifaceted with it. It's like, you know, you have to, to keep the Instagram relevant. You have to be like the meme page and, you know, a third of it is like inside jokes. And then the rest is like general shit that anyone can kind of laugh at. So. so you almost made me feel bad there. You almost made me feel bad for <laughs> everything. But yeah, then I went and looked and like, he doesn't follow, he follows mostly meme yeah. pages. He does not follow any crew members. Yeah. No, he's like, just being a douche. Yeah, maybe. Maybe just don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of the easiest answer. But anyway, moving on. Yeah. Well, speaking of not being a douche, I had a fun little workout. Was it today's? Third? I think it was last night. Yeah. So uh, I met Big Chat, Big Chad, GBT, G, GPT, Chad Jones. Wow. Uh, I said, oh. yeah. <laughs> do you like his, his his witty IG and Discord handle? I think it's pretty amusing. <laughs> but uh, no, he's 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 a he's a newer crew. I think he said he joined like six months ago or so. But it's been a long time listener and all that. Uh, 
he was in he was in Rochester where I live for work and hit me up on uh, Discord or Instagram just asking him you know about maybe grabbing some drinks or dinner or for a, a workout and was able to get him over. Uh, it kind of just worked out that my buddy Chris was coming over Tuesday to to bench with me for my uh, the garage gym competition. I just wanted you know a, a, a nice full gym and then uh, Chad being able to come over just worked out great. So he came over and uh, was able to catch about an hour and a half workout with us for uh, before we closed it down for the night and uh, you know it was. I think like the six, the six crew that's been here so far, you know, the only, I think the only person that's somewhat local that hasn't been here is, uh, my, 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 uh, ugh, fuck Nate, fix that. Uh, my, my co-host Joey is the only one that hasn't been to the goddamn gym. Oh man. I stutter, <laughs> like a, stuttering like a bastard there. Stuttering like a bastard. Bastards are well known for their stutters. <laughs> but nonetheless, that was the, uh, the, the no wine cellar crew meet up at a little Im, 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 an impromptu. But uh, it was it had a really good time. So always always fun when I. That was for your uh, garage gym. Well, so it, I, I I just happened to. Be, you end up doing your list. Uh, when I do the garage gym competition, I don't necessarily say, "Hey, I'm going to do a mock meet." Because fuck that. Like I I already do a couple meets a year. I don't need to destroy my body and do a squat bench deadlift in a two hour session. Like no thanks. So I'll split it up over three days and just do uh RP nine and a half ish singles, depending on what my training is. Uh. But yeah, so I got a, I, I front squatted something heavy on Sunday. I feet up benched on Tuesday and then I'm going to do like a high trap bar tomorrow, but I'm still getting over my fucking back injury. And I've also have another medical issue that's keeping a squat bar off my back that hopefully can get resolved soon. Uh, we'll see. So counter to that, I am doing a mock meet on Saturday at Steve's house. I am going to destroy my body four <laughs> weeks out from my, yeah, meet. that's not. Uh, well, are no, you, we're just are testing. You, are, you, are you putting a cap at it, or you're? Oh, really absolutely! Hardcore? Like I'm, mm-hmm. I've already set the numbers I intend to do just for the GGC, nice. but it's go. mostly just because uh, I've only ever done like two meets, and Steve's never done a meet. So we're just really going to get together, like test the cues, like have somebody actually like because you know when I, I work out alone, mm-hmm. so I'm doing cues in my head, yep. and I like, I didn't know I double bounce, but apparently on bench. I double bounce oh, a bit. Yeah. So Good like it's that. things like that, that I think we're going to get together and just push like less than, less than 80% each. Are you doing the same federation that you did your other meet at? Yes. Okay. So you're already, you're familiar with the rules because like different powerlifting federations, they all have yep. different fucking commands. Like some, you have to wait for a start command and on bet, you know, there's just, there's random shit that's different from federation to federations. So as long as you yep. know, the terminology and what to say. I'm pretty familiar with the WRPF up here. And, and that's just kind of what, like, we're just going to cue each other up, but we are going to do a mock meet for the GGC. Nice. But it is just a way to get together about a month before we do a real meet. And just, like I said, I'm not, my deadlifts are going to be 400 squats going to be maybe 300. Like I'm not doing anything over 75% for this. Smart. Yeah, that's kind of I, I'm I'm also sending it, but I'm gonna do it tomorrow morning. Um, I was just to keep the limiters on. I'm gonna do everything with an axle bar, and oh, you know, cool. just keep it at like an RPE eight ish, eight and a half. See what you know. It's gonna be goofy to like squat with an axle bar. So I was, I was just like, oh. I was just gonna say, do you have a do you have a knurled uh, axle? Or yeah. I mean, like most axles aren't knurled, but there are a handful that are. Uh, you just you put your straps on it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I've tried that to like m- mimic a safety squat bar, and it does not go. It well. does not work because <laughs> the yeah, for, for whatever reason, like with, with especially with the extra smoothness of a of an axle bar, like it just wants to. I'd be so afraid the- to squat with an axle. I'd be like, 
I'm going to put like 70% on and I don't know. Like I would, cause it's so big too. So it's gotta be, it'll, it a, it'll be oh, fine. Man. It'll yeah, be fine. I, I, mean, I almost want to get an axle and try it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to like squat, uh, like high bar with it. I don't think the low bar is going to work very well with it, but yeah, we'll, we'll send it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to looking, looking at that on Instagram tomorrow afternoon. That'd be cool just, to see. Just squat with your trap bar. Figure it out. Oh, I, I could though, like, like I could do like a yoke kind of, like if I could get it properly set up, I could turn that into a. Hmm, no, I want to do that because mm-hmm. I've got I've got one of those ones that's U shaped, uh, with the oh. built in mm-hmm. jacks. Oh yeah, there's there's people that there's I could turn that, that like, into a yoke. Yeah, Deadly, deadliest lift has done a bunch of stuff like that. The rep the... fitness one specifically has neural on it, I think, so you can mm-hmm. use it as a camber bar. Yeah, like, hmm. yeah, it's 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 round. Strongman, here we come. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later because we do have the uh, director. No, we won't. The... I didn't get an invitation. No, oh, oh, it was invite <laughs> only. I, I, someone, someone had mentioned it was invite, so I'm assuming. Well, we'll we'll get into that. Let's let's get through the last couple segments where we get off because we'll we'll end up fucking talking about that for a half hour and then have to circle back to this. So, uh, we have a new segment. It's relatively new to us, you know. <laughs> I did, I, I did come up with it. it. It is original to me, you know. I reached out to some people and I said, "Send me some stuff," and someone took me up on it. Not, not uh, actually, not really. One of the hosts uh, randomly messaged me out of the blue and said, "There's something coming for you. Just keep 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 an eye out for it, and you have to open it up on the podcast." So here goes nothing. Uh, Do you I'm haven't opening. even seen this? No, I. My wife opened it up and then like resealed it just to make sure because it, it was just to make sure it wasn't farts. Well, no, uh, <laughs> dude, I've gotten so many packages from Amazon at my house the last week. Uh, it's my, 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 my wife's birthday was this week. So my presents to her were coming in. My mom sends my wife's shit to me to wrap and give to her. And then my wife's been ordering a million things. So Joey's face is confused. I see, we could have just left that at to make sure it wasn't farts. Can you open this package already? Oh, uh, Jesus. So <laughs> what's this is, uh, you know, a, a, a sack to sack segment from his sack to my sack. Let's see what this. It's an Amazon package. They're blue. 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 <laughs> you got me anchor man socks. Hell yeah. <laughs> now I gotta wear these tomorrow for my yep. <laughs> Good work, fucker. Tanner. That's 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 good. That's really good. I get it. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, uh, good job. Thank you, Tanner. That's 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 <laughs> uh, let me actually double check how they how they labeled left and right because that's been a that's been a topic of conversation here. <laughs> I don't I don't think there is. They're just uh they're No, because ones. most normal socks aren't. One foot fits all. So that's cool. Appreciate that. Most normal socks are not labeled left and right. They and they're, they're like they're they're like legit too. They're 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 they got like the whole logo, the anchor man, the legend of run, burgundy, all that. So good stuff. I will uh wear these not proudly. Well, I don't know what the term for that is, like but begrudgingly, you know, because yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look at the gift horse in the mouth, but uh that might be a <laughs> that's a good gift <laughs> that's awesome all right. all right you got a you got a couple things you added on here yeah just the... two things i added uh one i wanted to mention last week you asked me when we mm-hmm. were talking about ginger cats about murph's cats troy and abed yes they're both males gotcha 
So mm-hmm. I know we kind of like read the statistic that not all, but most are. Yeah, it was like 80%, I think, or something. I would challenge anybody listening to this, the roughly 150 to 250 people that listen to these to these podcasts. If you have a female ginger cat, let us know. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because, yeah, like I, I want to meet that cat. <laughs> That'll be the next uh, unpaid and underrated segment. I want to meet your cat. Um, but I also wanted to pose another question to you guys that kind of like came from last week's episode of of the the raw fish and guac. Um, so big Ryan, angry monkey, he said something along the lines that like California rolls have avocado. So that kind of goes with raw fish. But I don't think avocado is guacamole. So what do you guys think of the idea that an ingredient equals the end result? I think my other argument to that is, does a California roll actually have raw fish in it? Ooh, some. I've had them with salmon. I think a California roll can have salmon or that fake crab in it. That's what I was thinking was the the crab. And and usually if it's crab meat, it's, it's either the imitation or it's the fake. And so that's where I was like, does that change it? You know? I hadn't considered that. I was mostly just saying, like, just because it's avocado doesn't mean it's guacamole, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm holding hops and barley in one hand, I can't shove them in my mouth and get beer. Yeah, I. That logic is foolproof to me. I see no flaws in it. <laughs> and the and the avocado versus guac, I would agree that because, like, I would, I can put oh man. That's tough, but yes, I have like the stuff I would do with an avocado I wouldn't necessarily do with guacamole. Like I'll just, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll eat some sliced up avocado with like chicken breast and stuff. Whereas I'm, you know, it actually wouldn't be, I mean, I would definitely dip some chicken and some guacamole, but the guac- guacamole is way too much effort to make. Uh, it, so it isn't though, but, but guacamole, gua, ugh, guacamole, it's pronounced guacamole has um like, salt and pepper and i'll put cayenne with mine and some lime juice and you gotta it up and like mix and like all that but it it creates a different texture and a different flavor and rather than a slice of avocado but i think the reason i'm bringing it up is because he's not a hundred percent incorrect there is a certain point where you are gonna there is that kind of connection of raw fish and avocado yeah my i i think it i is California roll just a generic term though? Because like, so my wife always gets like she 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 quote unquote eats eats sushi, but only the shit that has no fish in it. So it's just rice, a vegetable, and then like soy sauce, and you know. The... We're both googling it right now, aren't we, Jake? Yeah. So it's like she. Uh... It's imitation crab. Okay, so then whatever whatever one she eats has no fish in it. Like it's literally it's it's just like a imitation you know... crab is usually made up of haddock, right? Imitation crab is haddock compressed. Yeah, yeah, it's like some kind of fish and basically a bunch of sugar put into it. Yeah, but it's just a, it's a slice of avocado. So I don't know. I think that there's. I know it's sushi spicy sauces, the tits for like a dipping sauce for sushi. As opposed to the spicy gonna... sauce, like you mix the wasabi and the. And the no, 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 no. I don't know. They just so Wegmans is the only place I've really. 
I 90% of the sushi I've consumed has been at our like big major grocery chain down here. Mm-hmm. Cause they have like a really good, you know, prepared food area and they just call it a spicy sauce. I think it's like, I don't know. It's whatever, like the reddish sauce that's always served with sushi. It's like an orange yeah, reddish like sauce. But it's, spicy, spicy mayo. Spicy yeah, mayo. yeah, spicy mayo. We just they, it's literally called spicy sauce here. Like I don't know what, yeah, quote unquote spicy mayo. But yeah, that is like <laughs> she. It's funny because like she'll get like a, a seven dollar roll, but then they should buy like a three dollar container of that if it doesn't come with it. And I'm like Jesus, it's so much money. Oh yeah, I I buy that. I buy that uh, by the bottle in the, mm. the and I just I put that on like eggs, everything. Okay. Spicy mayo for the win. Nice. Well, as. I I just wanted to just talk about that briefly because it was a weird thing. I just thought at first I was like, no, tell me that can't be correct. But then I was like, yeah, but it kind of like is, but yeah, now that you bring it up that it's invitation rules. I think you get a different, I think you get, I think you could like get a different, the way you pose the question and what you're specifically talking about. You could, you, you could, you know, ride the line either way. I'd say like, like if like take sushi and all that out of it, just like anything it does, does this make up that, you know, what, I think you could uh, talk for hours about it <laughs> and debate, but that almost is borderline too political for us. Hmm. Interestingly enough, uh, there's a little bit of thing about the California rule uh, yeah. is that it may have been invented in Canada. Hmm. Yeah. Hawaiian pizza, California roll. We don't take credit for shit. Which... <laughs> I, do like, I do like some Hawaiian pizza. Uh, yeah, that's a. There's a little bit of like malarkey on there about like at the same time a bunch of different chefs said they invented it, all within like 30 days of each other, um, hmm. and one of them was Canadian. Interesting. Interesting. Why? Why we're on Hawaiian pizza? What's everyone's uh, quick little side tangent? Because I'm I have a very strong stance on it. Pineapple belongs on pizza, and if, I don't care if you think it doesn't. It, in my opinion, it absolutely does. Sometimes not. I, I don't want. I want. I, I don't want pineapple on my pizza twenty four seven. But a third of the time, I have pizza. If you throw some pineapple on there, I'll, I'm happy. Hey, go ahead. Oh yeah. Um, my stance on this is pretty strong. That if you, the people that don't think it belongs on pizza, they make it their personality. And if you care some so strongly about something like that, you got you, you got to go worry about other things in your life. If someone's putting pineapple, go on deadlift. Your be happy. <laughs> yeah, like, touch grass. Like you're fine. Uh, okay, so this is a thing my wife and I talk about a lot. Um, I like my pizza as I like my pepperoni and cheese. Maybe a little chicken. Maybe some olives. If you're gonna start creating a pizza salad where you just toss ingredients on bread and sauce and call it a pizza that's also fine but like don't pretend it's a pizza like i could say that pineapple i could say pineapple is more pizza than chicken like you could you could right but again i'm down like when she orders hawaiian pizza i eat it but i would never go way to order hawaiian pizza i got you i ate a shawarma pizza last week they're like the indian food stuff right uh, shawarma is more Middle East. It's a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a shaved chicken, and they put they put the hot sauce and the white sauce, and it's. A, but I'm not gonna sit there and go, "This is like, you know, Italian, great Italian pizza." Like I'm not gonna pretend. It's usually it really cheap because they they serve it as like an appetizer for like seven bucks. I've, I've had it before like that. It's fucking delicious, but like, yeah, like my favorite pizza is a margarita. There's no meat, right? It's sauce, 
buffalo mozzarella, fresh basil, fresh tomatoes. That is the best pizza. And if somebody can make that and not screw it up, you should trust their pizza making skills. But I'm never going to order pineapple on a pizza. I'm never going to go out of my way unless somebody else in the party wants it. So I, I have a place near me that you can basically go and get like, think like ch- ch- uh, Chipotle Subway, just like, you know, made to order your way kind of uh, pizza, though. So like I can literally pick every single ingredient I want and it's ready in like eight minutes, uh, like a big brick oven. It's like it, it's, you know, you stand in line, you pretty much by the time you pay for it, it's like borderline getting cut up and ready to go. And I always put a little bit of pineapple on that and always having to have go a little, a little bit crispy because it's like all the like all the toppings are free uh as long as you don't like even if you go double meat it's only like a couple bucks extra or something so i i love being able to just get like a super bougie extra pizza there um but yeah like i'm cool with pe- i'm give me pepperoni and cheese all day but people i i, I think it'll like got it up because someone sent me something with pineapple on it the other day and it just got me on a whole tantrum of like there's so many people that <laughs> like jake said they literally make it their personality that pineapple does not belong on pizza but i also will, will uh, pose this question what about pineapple on like a, a chicken sandwich or a burger because i'm a huge fan of that as well Pineapple on burgers is top fucking tier, bud. Here's what you do. You take a little coffee grounds, okay? Take a little brown sugar and a little bit of a hot sauce, and you coat a ring of um, of pineapple. You grill that shit. Then you eat it on a burger. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and if you get one of those soon. Absolutely. That sounds fantastic. All right. Well, I could talk about this all week, but let's go sure. ahead and move into uh let's you guys want to rate last week's episode of the Massonomics podcast. The sure. sister podcast. Yeah. Okay. Well, someone go first cuz I'm for some reason drawing a blank with the episode. No, no, it was uh <laughs> <laughs> so someone will say what it was. Well, what the hell was it? I Feigenbaum. I, Feigenbaum. Feigenbaum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the yeah. other the yeah. other doctor. Yeah. yeah. The kind I, of interesting but less funny doctor <laughs> I, I i've got a pretty decent like long term like he's one of the first so i think i've been on instagram since like i don't know 15 or 16 maybe maybe even 17 like eh, somewhere in that realm but he was one of the first guys that popped up i think i followed i'm pretty sure he was on like mark bell's podcast and i just you know assimilated to him from there possibly Who? but uh yeah he his, his big thing was he <laughs> he was a huge instagram live guy uh he would do instagram lives like literally two or three a day shirtless like making his eggs every day. So like, that's what, that was my first experience with him was just him being shirtless cooking, <laughs> doing like a 20 minute Instagram live, like a couple times a day. And I was just like, you know, that was like, no one does Instagram, like very seldom does someone do an Instagram live anymore. And if it, if it is, it's no one that I want to fucking interact with and like spend my time wasting away. But like, for some reason, I just always caught myself. There was a call that was like a year span there, like probably five or six years ago. Uh, and it was just funny because he was he was just the shirtless doctor. And like that's I think that's the only thing I even knew him as. But uh it was always, you know, it was cool to have him. You know, he's a very intelligent guy. I, I you know, I liked a lot of the car talk. So uh, you know, since it was Massonomics related, you know, go ahead and give it a five out of five JDs. Can we just talk about how Keith had to say twice that it was really important to him that that Jordan was shirtless in those live videos. <laughs> mm-hmm. That that was the key to keeping him there was, you know, cook, <laughs> cooking shirtless. That's, that's going to get me. <laughs> but, like cooking egg shirtless is nothing. Cooking bacon shirtless. Yeah. Like that's Conan. <laughs> it's Conan levels of bravery. Um, I, I'll fully admit you guys like to laugh that I haven't heard of anybody until they're on the podcast. 
Um, but I actually do think I listened to the last episode with that guy and then also forgot who he was. And I don't know if that's indicative of who he is or who I am. Um, but it, when they was like, Oh, this is your second time of the podcast. I was like, bullshit. And I went and looked up and I'd listened to that episode. So I, I think that he came across really fun. Um, maybe he got it more than he did the first time. Right. Cause like, I kind of remembered more about him this time than I did the last time, but usually that it's when they get on there and they don't know who Massonomics is. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, I, I don't remember much from the episode because honestly, like it was interrupted by phone calls and it took me like two days to listen to it. Uh, so for that reason, I think I have to give it a five. I'm going to give it five iPod touches. Mm. Yeah. I, uh, I remember his first one. Uh, not well, but I do remember the them trying to prod him about uh, Jim Wendler, and that's what made me go, "Oh yeah, that guy. He doesn't like Wendler, so okay, we can remember him now." But yeah, he seemed much more uh, casual at that, um, more into it, just like Joey said. Um, seemed I, I like that he was able to like be very lighthearted about the Joe Sullivan stuff. That was good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I. I think I'll give him five JD powers as well. That's a pretty good rating. We'll have to get a uh, big Kevin to tally that up for us and, you know, post on Instagram and uh, see what the actual overall rating was. Cause I can't do that math. We're not, we're not, as Joey says, we're not big math here. Yeah. What are you big math now? Uh, I wonder if we should move from JD powers into Massonomics gym iPod touches. <laughs> I like it. I think that that would be really kind of, like, like, let's move that to canon. The JD Powers things they can have for their drinks. I might start rating their episodes on iPod Touches. Yeah, but I think I think that would just be iPod Touches because, like, saying Massonomics iPod Touches yeah. would just be too much of a mouthful. But like, yeah, like five, we, we, we introduce the segment and go like, how many Massonomics Gym iPod Touches do you give this? But then when you rate it, you only say iPod Touch just to keep it. Yeah, that's fair. I like it. <laughs> There you go. Another canon move made mid mid episode. The last mm. one I think was uh well. We're gonna before. forget that though. So no, we're not. To, uh, no, we're not. I'll I'll have to go to the spread. I'll have to go to my 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 template and change it from JD Powers to iPod Touches at some point. That'll oh wow! Every single wall tile I put up before we recorded is falling down. I put a bunch of acoustic tiles up, and like there's a one out of seven still hanging. <laughs> yeah. So that was short lived. Not a handyman. Eh, but it, I mean. If they, can't, am, but... if they can't find you handsome, they should at least find you handy. Ooh, Ooh I, I got one thing I do want to touch base on um, before we get into the uh, the next segment here. Is anyone watched Shorzy yet other than me? The second I, season? Yeah, hit last yeah absolutely. Oh, I binged that fucker. And I, I think I was I think I worked like three hours last Friday and got kicked out of the office and went home and sat on the couch and watched like six. I guess it was three, three and a half hours of shorts or something. It was yeah, awesome. Absolutely. I went through that entire season as soon as I could. Same. Uh, this is the last year of Letterkenny, by the way. The series finale is is going to air in this December. The one coming up. Gotcha. Yeah. I think I, I saw a handful of episodes of. The previous season, they got to get finished, and then we'll have the whole, you know, yeah. last season. I can see why they're they're quitting. They're kind of you can only do this so long, right? And I it's mean, it's, it's just, all repetitive jokes. It's all. It's been like a decade almost, hasn't it? It is actually. I think they're going to season ten, and they only do six episodes a year. Like, there's only so long any show can go on. And the the way they like left Shorzy off, I mean. It's like, <laughs> it's funny too, because it, it's going to end up taking three or four years to get through like a six month 
period of time on the show. So everyone's yeah. going to be like five years older, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in for it. Give me Shorzy all day. It's one of my, like, I like, like I get like Shorzy's a nine and Leonard Kenny's like an eight and a half for me. Like I just, I, I think I like Shorzy a hair better than Leonard Kenny just because it's more of an ongoing actual story. That it's I can, like, it's, be it's, involved in. it's more linear and, it's, and that's your brain type. Mm-hmm. You need that linear yeah. stuff. That's do you, do you watch X-Files? I had not, I mean, when I was a kid, like briefly, but not, not like yeah. as an adult, really. Because it's not, I imagine you wouldn't because it's not linear. Yeah, X-Files, yeah. if there's 10 seasons to 10 episodes to a season, uh, every two would be part of the storyline, but they would have like monster of the week shit in between. Yeah. And I feel like that would drive you insane. <laughs> it would get old quick. Uh yeah. Big Jake, would you like to uh, hit us off with a little sponsor read, buddy? You got anything prepared or anything off the top of your head you wanted to shout at us? I think he might be frozen. He is frozen. He is frozen. Oh, that's great. He's that like looking happens. down at his notes, too. So I see if I can that that. No, that's him looking down going, I think I'm fucking frozen. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Tanner's got four kids, dude. What is it like? It's a lot of kids. But he's he's got the house to you know. I bet every kid's got it. Every every kid has a bedroom, and then there's probably still at least one extra bedroom, uh, depending on what you count the basement at. Like if the, and a if whole the recorded, fulfillment center. He's yeah, if the fulfillment center is a bedroom. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm curious. Like that's a, a big house, so he's. I'd imagine it's at least a four or five bedroom. You'd think so. Uh, every kid's probably there's probably no one bunking up just yet. No, unless you need to find room for Mary's cactuses. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know how many are left after Big Eddie kicked the shit out of him there at, uh, in July. I hope he, I hope, I hope he catches up and listens to this because I love giving him a jab about that. Can you do a meme of Stone Cold stomping somebody in the corner of the <laughs> ring and then just like Big Eddie and then Mary's cactuses? <laughs> that really was like, I know I've said it like the exact same thing, but it was just so funny because Eddie wouldn't hurt a fly. Yeah. And here he is like, like, like just, <laughs> oh, so funny. X. But, uh, let me see if Jake is talking to Instagram. He's coming in oh, right there now. There he is. Perfect. He's golden. He's golden grams. There he is. Welcome back, sir. You're good. Just getting to you for the sponsor read. Whenever you're, uh, as long as your connection's good, if you wanted to hit us off with a little uh, ad read. Yeah, I feel like Keith right now. It was that was embarrassing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I got a jab in like me. That was fucked up, man. <laughs> <laughs> True though. <laughs> what am I, big Keith? <laughs> <laughs> yeah man this 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 wi-fi antenna thing i got a couple weeks ago i think i've only dropped my i've only been you've only told me i froze once and i never froze on my end because i still heard you guys all the time so i'm i'm batting a thousand since i got this antenna yeah my mine like completely like zoom crashed like went away and i was like sitting there going like what what, what the hell do i do like yeah that's that's about the face we said you froze on too <laughs> we don't need it and it, it's gonna the recording's just gonna we don't need to record, hit record again or anything, right? It's just going to pick right back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. All right, you want to do your ad read, my friend? Yeah. So my ad read for for our um, sponsor this week is a little, uh, uh, what, do you, what, what do you call it, Joey? The, when a wrestler does like a promo? A promo? Promo. promo? Yep. Promo, It'll be promo. a promo. Yeah, yeah. So my little promo today is for the Massonomics Lift Hard Live Easy Classic Numero Two. So 
are you interested in watching big giant men and women lift giant and incredible weights? Well, you probably should have watched the American Pro like two weeks ago. But if you're interested in watching average sized men and women lift slightly above average weights, maybe you should come watch the Massonomics Lift Hard Live Easy Classic uh, number two happening in Aberdeen, South Dakota. And if you're even more so inclined because you yourself are an average sized man or woman lifting slightly above average weights, you should get join the Discord crew so that you get first dibs at joining up for that powerlifting meet coming in July. And that's all I got for, for the, for the ad read well today. Well done. Appreciate that, buddy. Always like when we get a nice, uh, you know, quick hit and ad read. That's always good for us. Can you let and them know it's... how to join? Oh, um, if you got to ask, you, you're not, you're not, you haven't been following Instagram long enough. If you got to ask, you just got to figure it out. You're, you guys are big kids out there and I, you'll be able to do this. Find that supporting membership page on the website. Click that $3 a month button or more if you want. But, you know, that's what we recommend. And 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 one last thing. The only thing that really matters is when you sign up for the juggernaut, just make sure you do it on the app, not the website. Absolutely. Yeah, most importantly. Yeah, and, yeah. and tell them unpaid underrated sent you. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah there we go. Code they would like that. <laughs> all right. Want to kick out all the riffraff, get our guest on now that we can dive right yeah. in an hour later? Is, is Damager still in there? Because if he is, we do got to kick his ass out. No, he's gone. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Yeah, let's, let's let's get let's let's get them out and uh, see if the uh, the guest is ready. All right, Big Jake, is that you? It is I. I'm here. Hey, welcome to the unpaid and underrated. <laughs> yeah. I love when people's. When, 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 <laughs> is that actually like? Is it just that someone said it here, or does someone say it on the, the sister podcast? Because like you're like the third or fourth guy that I said it is I. Like, am I missing <laughs> where that was? Like, what's the origin story on that? Or is it just like, is it just canon now because someone said it? Because I feel like you're not even in like the fifth or sixth person that said it. it it's many, uh, many a crew has said it. And it, it just caught me off guard tonight for some reason. I don't know why. It's probably just in my brain because this, like, I have been listening, but I like didn't start listening until the Lift Hard Live Easy mm-hmm. Classic in July. So I'm like trying to catch up on all the past ones. And I probably listened to legitimately no lie. I, I probably listened to six episodes of this, this week alone. Three <laughs> nice. days, so I was like, I probably heard it at least once or twice. <laughs> did you uh, listen on like 1.5 or anything or did it all at regular play time? Oh, I listen on 1.7. Cause okay. I, it's pretty quick. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm understandable at that speed. Uh, there's a few points where you, I mean, <laughs> you start talking about traffic where it gets a little heinous, but you know, other than that, I can, I can handle it. Nice. I love it. I love it. I do feel like in general, if I, if I'm wrong, people let me know. I, I feel like I'm talking 10 ish percent slower than I did like the first 10 episodes. Like I, 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 it's not, I'm not consciously having to do it anymore, but I do just feel that I'm talking a hair sl- slow enough that it's not as noticeable, but you know, if I am, I'm not going to change at this point. So fuck you. Well, uh, honestly, when I, when I first jumped on this zoom recording, I was like, Oh my God, 
this is what they actually sound like because <laughs> I was going at one point seven speed. I'm oh yeah 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 like my we're 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 not chipmunks, you know. Yeah, it's like coming through like molasses right now. It's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, somebody that's saying fair. somebody saying Keith speaks slow. Love it. <laughs> that is good stuff. Yeah, that that might be a first. Yeah, you've lowered your um, tempo in the past three hundred episodes. Yeah, I, I feel like I did good. Uh, so, Big Jake, you touched on it earlier about some of the shirts you had gotten, when, you know, when you were a kid with Tanner and all that. So, uh, just in general, what brought you to Massonomics? I think I have a little bit of a understanding, but let let the world know how you were first introduced to the gym, Tanner, Tommy, you know, podcast, all that. Let's hear it. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm probably the only. Well, besides T- Tanner's buddy uh, Darren. Um, Grew up in the same town as Tanner. So one of, you know, 75 people that can even say that. So, you know, rare air there. So Tanner is about eight. He's either eight or nine years older than me. So I didn't really like know him. He was like a friend of my uncle's growing up. But then like when I was in high school, like he, that's when they started doing the uh, first started doing like strongmans. And I can remember like, my grandpa, my grandpa being like that Tanner guy, Tanner Baird, that's the strongest guy I've ever met. And I was like, well, I kind of want to be like Tanner Baird then. So, wow. So then, um, you know, when they started the gym and the podcast and all of that, like I've been as close to a day one as, as basically a gym member can be, but without being a gym member, like I, uh, bought bought shirts through Facebook Messenger back in like 2013. <laughs> nice. 2014. So yeah. And have been to all three all three of the iterations of the Massonomics gym, you know. So Tanner and I are I I consider us good friends now. So just been along for the ride since the beginning. I I, I listened to the first podcast episode the day it dropped. I remember sitting I remember um, it coming across my Instagram, like I was sitting in class as like a sophomore in college and I was like, yep, I'm going to listen to that after, after class. And I, I was like, uh, review number three back in the day. So yeah, been along for a long time. Hell yeah. So you were there, you were there at the origin. So how long, I mean, just probably literally eight years ago, so good luck remembering, but like, how long do you think they had an Instagram before the podcast became a thing? Mm. I know, I know, I know Tanner was kind of bootstrapping himself and he'd have schnoz do some stuff. And then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, uh, Tyler got involved and then Tommy, and there was like a, a podcast like the next day, basically, uh, yeah. in the gym, Jim obviously was in there sometime. I'm just curious, Instagram versus like podcast. What do you think the timeline was? If you have any memory at all? Uh, if the, I want to say it probably started right about the same time as the gym or shortly okay. after. Like it couldn't have been long because it, gotcha. it probably went, it probably went up about the same time that the website went up. Mm-hmm. And I remember that happening. Like it was either late 2013 or early 2014. Cause the, the gym in the podcast is like April ish of 2014. So it had to have happened right about then. Like before, I want to say it was before the podcast dropped. That's cool. That's very, uh, very neat to hear. I always like hearing origin stories, especially when it's like people that grew up, you know, or, or, or were literally in the same area. That's just, you know, obviously some, a lot of people listening to this podcast literally live all over North America mm-hmm. and some, you know, on the other side of the planet, possibly a couple of, we have a handful of international yeah. listeners. 
but so it's always just cool to you know get a little more insight to to, to the actual Aberdeen boys and all that. Uh, so, so, so someone who's been around for a long time, what's uh, what's one piece of Massonomics merch that you wish you had gotten that you missed out on? Yeah, I've been doing a I've been doing a lot of thinking on this one because uh, I have taught I have gotten an opportunity to get all of like the coveted items that people like, like the huge life, the yeah buddy, the Massonomics forty five Raglan tee that I got that. Um, the one thing that I've always wanted uh, that I regret not getting is the uh, twenty seventeen Massonomics showdown like camo hoodie. It had like an eagle on it, uh, in the, in the logo. And I really thought it was cool. I just like, I don't know. I was too cheap. Cause I was probably in, I was like a junior in college at that point. And I was like, ah, $40 for a sweatshirt. That's, <laughs> I don't know. A hoodie, a, uh, a hoodie that would cost you like 70 bucks a day probably. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and all they did was take somebody else's hoodie and put their own logo on it and charge more. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I can't believe they did that. But the one shirt that I do want, and I've always, I've, I've prodded Tanner since day one, is to, he has a, like, a one-of-one, one, like, black Mastodonic shirt with the red logo, and I've thought, like, the one, the one that they posted. The, yeah, the, 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 fucked up, the fucked up one that's got, like, 30 yeah. of the prints on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I've, I've asked him for that since 2014. Like, he would wear it, be like, please, can you just run it? Like, give us an actual run of it. And... He's he's never listened to me on it, but it's it's still one I'm holding out for. I mean, if you really are out of it, you probably circumvent him. I mean, not that we want to do that and t- take away from the boys' <laughs> source of income, but like literally just take a screenshot of the Mastonomics logo, go to any screen <laughs> printer in the world and say, print this on a black shirt for me, please. And red, <laughs> red logo, black shirt. But, yeah, I, the thought I mean, has cost. But but, I, yeah. but, then, but then you just have to Venmo Tanner like 30 bucks so on top <laughs> yeah. of buying the shirt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then then you got to pay the entire crew wolf back. No, yeah. you can't have a black shirt with a red logo on it without letting them in on it. <laughs> See, you know, there people would buy it exactly. <laughs> All right, I did take it. Like, I actually had time to look through some of these notes. Oh, uh, I, pre- I appreciate that. I mean, it's a little bit of time. Sometimes it's hard. It's I, yeah, hot. it's hard. When you posted your Instagram story of like podcast prep is hard, and I was like, "You motherfucker!" Like, oh yeah, and I was out having a smoke. I was like, "Fuck you!" Why do you think I I had? Why do you think I had my phone open? Because I was reading your notes. I gotcha. (laughs) I get. uh, It's just so much. Like right now, I I I just I'll give people a little peek behind the curtain. It's funny. Like I've uh, big Jen next week's guest. She had me Facebook message like five people. And they all got back to me like three or four days ago. And I just, I can't bring myself to open that yet because I'm like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to have other information in my head right now. Like, and you know, I just, I need to focus on Jake's episode. I want to have all that stuff fresh. So like literally tomorrow I'll open up like six unread messages from big Jen's friends. Uh, and you know, I'll start building it. It's just, it's funny. Like, I just like, I just, in the back of my head, it's like, Oh, I got, I, I, I need to get to that, but I don't want to open it until I'm done with Jake. Yeah. You, you, you guys really need to get, uh, some unpaid interns for your unpaid intern podcast. We got one right now. Uh, yeah, we have. We want two. Well, two. Well, is Nate our intern or are we his? Nate is literally more important than us. So Nate know. is part of the podcast. <laughs> Nate, Nate, the producer. Nate is Nate is the third co-host. He just is only going to be on. He's 
you know, by the end of the year, he'll be on two episodes probably. So, yeah. you know, Nate's on as many episodes as he wants to be on. Nate could come on literally every week. It's going to be a three man show, but then we'd have a four hour podcast every week. So I don't think anyone wants that. Uh, but anytime Nate wants to be on the podcast, he knows he has an open invitation, but Nate is very busy. Uh, we're lucky that Nate actually produces the podcast for us, but he has an open invite, you know, same as big Matt. All right. Welcome anytime, man. We've been trying to get you and you're just not showing up. It's, you know, open invitation. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> think we can get, you think we'll be able to get his podcast? He was going to get a fart for 23 episodes. Oh, that's, that's one thing we can talk about real quick to, to, you know, to just pat ourselves on the back. Nate had shared something uh, with us in our private chat or in our, you know, our group chat. Uh, was it 1% of it only, only 1% of podcasts make it 22 episodes, 21 episodes, 20 episodes, something in that realm. Uh, like, like, Nine. That's why I didn't believe. Ninety percent of podcasts don't make it past the first one. Like really? Like, yeah, that's all made like up. Nine. That's a made-up like, stat. It's all yeah, made-up stats. Nonetheless, we're we're one percenters. You know, we're on episode twenty-six, twenty-seven, somewhere in that world, depending on how how you're counting. Uh, pretty fucking proud of us. I'm happy. This has been awesome. You know, I'd love for this to last another few years until we're at a crew. But that's up to you guys. If you guys won't come on the episodes, we can't have a podcast. So. Uh, actually, here's a good time. If you're listening to this and you want to be on the podcast, give the unpaid and underrated Instagram a DM. Give Keith a DM. Give Joey a DM. Well, no, not, not Joey because he, he'll he'll forget to tell me and no, I'll make it to the spreadsheet. So you know, <laughs> fuck your spreadsheets. I'll just tell you. <laughs> That's fine. Reach out to someone and we'll we'll, we'll we'll get you in the queue for being on the, the episode. So I'm gonna remind you we have a guest. So Jakey, I know. Yep, Jakey Poo. What's it like running the Lift Hard, Live Easy, Strongman show? <laughs> um, as of right now, I like the Jakey Poo. I you <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Strongman show. Uh, stressful, but just because you know there are a few Discord crew members that are very demanding on dates and times and flights. Yeah, they're they're got a high expectation events they probably want their events well in advance too yeah i that one i really i went back and forth with tanner on like should we just like not say anything until may maybe about events just say yeah you're gonna do four events you have fun but ultimately we decided on you know letting them know 10 months in advance a pretty good idea of things but yeah it so far, it's going pretty good. You know, we have 13 or 14 officially signed up for it out of our 20 time our 20 cap. Um, waiting on a few more to uh, get registered, get officially registered, pay their dues. Because, um, you know, that's really what's holding us back from opening up the powerlifting one. Um, that's what. So I, I saw that question posed in the discord of when is when is the powerlifting it was me that posed and, that because like it was yeah i know yeah I i'm know gonna i'm gonna miss if i'm at work doing black friday shit and i can't look at my phone for 10 hours i can't just turn to a customer and be like you hold on i got a thing to sign up for right so i might miss it i might miss it for a whole day i really i really tried i asked tanner and he said just tell him sometime in november and i was like yeah 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 mm-hmm, we're, that's mm-hmm. what we're hoping for yeah that's helpful but, <laughs> it's fucking november now that there's like 20, 28 more days fucker. now so, just just to clarify the strongman was invitation only right well so what we did was we posted 
like a pre-registration in the Discord. And out of the uh, 20 to 30 people that um, that filled out that pre-registration, we narrowed it down to about 20 people um, that we sent out invites to uh, to fill up four different classes. And then of that 20, we're, I mean, we're trying to get all 20 of them, but if they don't, you know, sign up in the next week, we're going to go to the next guy on the list. So if this is your calling that you, you, you got an invite and you want to be a part of that greatest show on earth. I mean, it, you might want to do it. Uh, so big hot was encouraging me. I think big scans was <laughs> encouraging me, but I missed the pre-registration. So tell me, I have it's, again because I'm been not up on for my, like three weeks. I'm not on my phone all the time, so I just must have missed the posting. Um, but I mean, at at like at 170 pounds, what am I possibly gonna do at a strongman competition? Well, I mean, we so like our our range that we have is like we have a we're calling it we have four different classes. So we have a women's class that's the big women, and then we have the big but new. That's our novice class. And so that's going to be all, you know, mm-hmm. weights and sizes. Open weight. And then we have our, big, our big men, which is our middleweight guys. And then our bigger men, which is our, uh, mm-hmm. our open guys. So, but the, you would have fit perfectly into that, uh, um, big, but new class. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that is totally possible for you. Would have been totally possible for you if you uh, had gotten yourself signed up, you know. But maybe, yeah, yeah. all I'm but, saying, all I'm saying is, this is also why I can't miss the November, the powerlifting registration because, like, I just got boned. Have <laughs> uh, can I suggest? Well, have download, have Morgan download Discord, log in under your username, and just like beg her to scour. Oh you yeah. Know, and to take <laughs> take her away from her Instagram reels, or she sends me fifty a fucking day. No, we're not going to. All do I know is if, if 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 I miss the fucking powerlifting, and I'm in the same boat too. Because like fourth quarter, I'm going to be swamped. So like, yeah. And and my I I just hope they have the courtesy to just be like, all right, it's going to be on this day, and then I'll just check it every 10, 15 minutes, and yeah. then I'll just let my coworkers know like at any point I'm going to like stop working for fifteen minutes to go sign up because I literally have like a $5,000 vacation riding on if I fucking can yeah, sign same. up for this or not. Well, so either way I'm coming. Like I want to point yeah, that. I'm, I'm not coming. If I don't well, I, Steve spot. said the same thing. He's like, if he's not, if he can't compete, he's not coming either way. Yeah, I'm coming just as an unpaid and underrated, like host just, I, and that's when I will get a media pass. Like, if I'm not, <laughs> if I'm not lifting, I'm going to tell Tanner, I'll ask him nicely. Sorry. Like, just get me a media pass so that nobody looks at me funny when I'm going around taking videos. <laughs> um, so I'll do you boys a solid and I'll make sure at the day, the day it goes live, I'll send it to your wives so they can call you. You know, we go. <laughs> no, Man, I don't know. if I, I, I mean, My wife phoning me. Uh, I mean, some, I, like, some stranger just messaged me and said, get on discord. <laughs> She's like, that's weird, right? <laughs> Is that how you? Because I've I've slid into like twenty seven, you know, well, 
27 significant others dms as i don't know when you just said you're gonna slide in my wife's dms i got a little like heart palpitation like, i don't know if i like that i, I hope i don't have, i don't I, I hope i don't have the guest feel awkward when i do that because i was like fuck i don't want him talking to my wife but i don't know it's just funny <laughs> that's, that's the random you were part. talking you were you were talking to my wife earlier this uh, that's, that's that's weird and, yeah no, i talked to a lot of why i talked to a lot of wives in this business <laughs> in this position that i'm in you're gonna have to get uh, over I did, that I, um one thing i want to you know, touch on for the Lift Hard Live Easy Strongman show. You're, I, it's up to you and that's a conversation you had with Tanner of what you're allowed to say. He hints, so I listened to the live episode yesterday for at least the portion where he talked about you being the, the essentially the director of the Strongman show. Um, he hinted that the, he, and he, and he, he even like said that like, take that, you know, like listen to what I'm saying. Like it's going to be something cool essentially that the, uh, the, fuck what's the thing that you pick up why can't i think of the the horse the, stall the, the, well no the fucking <laughs> what is the fucking the yeah, who's the, 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 it's the who's I, the, yeah the the, the who's the felt is going to be something cool so and i'm going to guess you don't have to are you allowed to say what it is or are you keeping it no, okay so, so so i'm going to guess that it's it's something it's got to be something like crew adjacent you know it's just a giant drink spotter they're going to be like <laughs> Like something with Massonomics logo on it. The, the the one thing that would be hysterical that I'm sure you're not going to do is if it was the 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 one really famous clip of the guy with the huge fucking like like three foot long black dick fucking swinging on the, on the who's the I can't imagine you're going to do that at a family show. But like the way T- Tanner was like almost busting a gut and like really proud of whatever it was going to be. Uh, okay, so you can't say what it is. Uh, is it a complete concept right now or is it something in the works? Like is, is it something that's already getting produced and made or is it completely hair up your ass? that might not even happen. Well, it's, it's definitely getting produced. I mean, we are in talks with a company to custom make it for us. That'd be cool. Um, okay. But yeah, so like we, we just don't know like the finer details of like, you know, like what, I don't know what the dimensions look like yet. I'm still waiting on that, but like, yeah. Well, does that, all, doesn't all, a Husevel stone have to be a standard dimension? Otherwise, it's not a Husevel. Well, okay, so we're we're calling it a shield carry. Got um, it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, we so yeah, we don't want to spoil it. So yeah. Yeah. Um, how does that compare? So I got to ask now, Jakey Poo. How does running the Lift Hard Live Easy Classic compare to learning disc golf? Oh, uh, they're both. Both challenging for sure. Absolutely. But I would say that learning, learning disc golf came with a lot more cussing and a lot more frustration. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas, you know, running it, prepping a strongman for, you know, all of these super dedicated, super interested massonomics crew, like that's just fun, you know? And, you know, because of the way that Tanner, does the way that Tanner works, I'll let you in behind the curtain. Tanner likes to work on massonomic stuff at about eight 15 in the morning, right? As he gets to work, you know, he starts drinking his coffee at work and you know, that's when he gets on the computer. And so for the last week or so, I mean, I've also been an eight 15 at work, you know, working on these spreadsheets and um, getting, Oh yeah, we I got a big one going for the strongman show, and it's it has been fun. You know, do love a good spreadsheet, but yes, disc golf is. You know that I'm I'm one of those people that became a disc golf fan in COVID because that was like the one thing mm-hmm. you could do 
outside where no one could tell you to do any, like tell you boo about it. Like, I'm just going to go to this park and walk around with my friends and throw these little circles at a chain basket. And it became a thing that I did like almost every single day during COVID during at least the summer of co- the first summer of COVID because I was working as a, a grad student then. And so I couldn't really like, we couldn't do any work, but we were still getting paid through the school. Um, and so we were just, we would go do a little bit of online work that we could do. And then we would just go disc golf every single day. <laughs> Live in the dream. Then. Have I ever talked about, um, Mike, do you know what can jam is? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah have, yep. I, have I ever talked about my can jam? I have not. Oh, I so. have not. um, so me and, uh, my friend Jay, he's not a discord crew member, so we can't call him big Jay, but, um, one day we were at my family reunion. There was, and my family reunions used to be gigantic and it would just be, we called it the corn roast. They didn't even call it family reunion. It was the corn roast and you had family and family adjacent people invited. So my best friend Jay was there and my wife, you know, me and my brother's friends and his friends and somebody brought up can jam. And just for the sake of listeners, I'll explain it. It's essentially horseshoes with Frisbees, right? So you have a cylinder with a slot and you have two-person teams, one person on each side, you have two of the cylinders and one person throws and they have um, a helper at the other side. So when you throw, the helper has to either hit the Frisbee, sorry, the Frisbee is the the horseshoe, into the top of the can and you get points. If you hit the can without help, you get extra points. But if you get it in the slot, you just win the game. Um, My friend Jay and I went undefeated for 43 rounds. I am apparently just naturally very good at throwing Frisbees to the point where the person that finally beat me came to my house. Cause it was during, it was like right when one of the COVID reg- like um, regulations lifted a little and you could have like an outdoor party of like a certain amount of people. Cause Ontario went kind of weird for a while and you could have like an outdoor party of a certain amount of people within a certain, they called it bubble, social bubble. And I was like, well, come on up. I've got a giant backyard. Let's do some can jam. And he came up and he looked at me. He's like, I'm beating you tonight. Mm-hmm. And I distinctly remember him yelling, why are you so good at throwing a frisbee? And I was like, I don't know. I never learned. Um, so it's just fun that I saw the disc golf thing. And I was like, God, I want, like, I want, to, I want to throw frisbees with Jake. It's I think- like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised that you've never you've never disc golfed, Joey. You you strike me as a type that would you know have partaked at least you know. I don't like walking. Wild. I don't like walking. <laughs> is it kind of? I mean, is it as popular in Canada though? Like, I don't know if that's like a because because it's it's fucking huge down here. I feel like every park every park has a fucking setup. Yeah, it's. I've seen it. My buddy Ross plays it. He goes around and tries to do it. Like our our provincial parks and everything will have it. Um, but I just, I just never got into it. And, um, I think one of the, the first time we realized we were on a winning streak because it was a three year winning streak. Uh, cause like, obviously you're playing, but then you're drinking and then you get too drunk to play. And then like one of us is like, I'm not going to play, but him and I together were undefeated for over 40 games. And I just, I think the second year it made everybody so mad that we had never been beaten or defeated. like. Um, no, the first year, sorry, we did a push up for every game we won. 
So we ended up doing like hundreds of push-ups. And then like, I think the last game we won, we did like 50 push-ups each. And then I got it in the slot in the second throw. And it was like, fuck, now I have to do 51 push-ups each. <laughs> and we just finished those 50. Like, it was really stupid. And the second year, I ended up showing up with balloons with our winning streak on it. It said, like, like 32-0. and 0. And I just put them out. The first time somebody was like, yeah, we'll beat you today. And I was like, yeah, hold on. I got something for you. And I put out the balloons. And, like, it was just real arrogant and stupid over this game that doesn't matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, Frisbee talk, huh? Well, Big Jake, I want to hear about your current uh, job. Uh, you uh, you want to tell us about that? Yeah, sure. So I am like probably one of the few people, I think, that actually like work in the lifting realm, I guess, of, of crew. Like it seems like a lot of people, you know, they have this. Uh, I'm not and I'm not trying to say this in a negative way at all, but like everyone has their uh, normal person job and then their lifting is, is their hobby where like I decided, you know, early in life, I was like, yeah, I want to make this my whole entire life and job and everything. So yeah, I work at a university. I am the fitness and aquatics coordinator. So I'm in charge of all the personal, I have a staff of about, um, 10 personal trainers, a staff of about 25 group fitness instructors at about a 15 to 20 lifeguards um that i oversee and then i also um run a uh youth per sports performance um training like kind of on the side within the facility um just because that's what i i used to do that um before i jumped into this role and so that was just a good way for me to like still get out on the floor train clients um but do it in a way that i like to do it with um with athletes versus like uh you know, your, your general population people that are usually coming for personal training. But yeah, but yeah, it's, uh, since it's on a university campus, I mean, I'm around 18 to 23 year olds all day long. Um, so when we talk, if we ever want to talk commercial gym chronicles, I got some. Yeah. You, I'm yeah. sure you have, uh, there's there's broccoli heads everywhere, even in South Dakota, I'm sure. And it's uh, 18 to 23 is their demographic. That's for sure. Actually, I do. Actually, I want to hear two of your favorite commercial gym chronicle stories. Sure. Um, my first one was that I, I just vividly remember this because I was working out and I kind of have this stance of when I'm working, if I'm in the building working out, I'm not on the clock and I'm not going to worry about rules. Um, unless it's like, you know, really egregious, like someone's going to hurt themselves or something like that. But if it's something minor, like I'll go find one of our staff members that is on staff, get them to handle it, or just, you know, they got a free pass, um, while I was working out. But there was this, this one kid, this one time it was like five in the morning I'm lifting and there's this kid in the rack next to me and he's taking Texas power bar and he's got it up against the rack and he's doing a scrape the rack press. <sighs> and I would, he just ripping blue paint off with this power bar. And I walk over to him and I'm like, Hey man, are you going to pay for that? Like pay for the, for us to repaint that. And he's like, what? And I'm like, go use a Smith machine, man. Like get, get out of here. It'll do the same thing. Like, why are you trying to wreck 
And I know it's because like they saw it on Instagram, some bodybuilder doing it. And it's just like, just, just overhead press, man. Like you're 160 pounds soaking wet, like just, just overhead press and you'll, you, you'll be okay. I promise. <laughs> that has me so pissed off. Like, oh my God. Like, I mean, yeah, the rack, but like more, that's like a fucking, that's a $400. Bar. I was worried about also, the bar, you know, to be honest. Yeah. Asshole. Like what oh, the fuck? These, like, I, God damn. But but ever any any commercial gym bar is gonna be fucking bent probably anyway even if it's a Texas power bar but yeah I, I get your point the rack like you're destroying our fucking two thousand dollar rack because they're probably like a hammer it's probably not like a you know it's a it's a several thousand dollar fucking commercial gym rack I'm like what the fuck yeah we have like a big uh, almost CrossFit style rig it's like you know eight squat racks in in one big apparatus and yeah so like and. We are thank. I, I'm so lucky that like the person that was before me, he he was a big powerlifter too, and so he bought like eight Texas Power Bars, and like these kids, they don't get it. Like they don't understand what got in sitting in their hand. Like I had some kid once tell me, he's like, ah, "You're you're lifting a lot of weight for even these crappy bars." And I'm like, "These are about the best bars you can get, boy." Like you don't understand how good you have it. Like I know they're used and abused because like thousands of people are using them every day, but come on, man. Like, I mean, did, did, did you, did, did you break out the, the, the tried and true, you know, in 1980, you know, there was a, you know, I, you know, and, and, you know, I, I can see getting frustrated about that, but I will tell you that somebody smarter than me once told me uh, that a lot of the people that you meet in life have never uh, had a leader. They've never had somebody to give them the proper direction. And the best thing you could be for that person is that person. Yeah. Right. So you see somebody doing that shit and it's, it's so easy to be like, you tell me like, <laughs> but really you come over there and go, can I show you how to do this properly? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I know that, I, and I know that's probably what you would do. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, but that, that's honestly probably more of the stance I take more often and not yeah. even like to, to them, but like, just let them go. Cause like I have, uh, other, co- I, my other coworkers get way more frustrated about, they're like, <laughs> this guy was doing this on the cable stack. And I'm like, yeah, he's working out at five 30 in the morning. Like, yeah, I guess oh. we let him go. Cause like, he's not breaking any, as, as long as, as long as he's not like, you know, scraping paint off the rack, if he's doing a dumb <laughs> exercise, he's doing a dumb exercise. Like, remember like, like kids in university, they went from being told that they have to ask permission to go to the bathroom. Yeah. To suddenly you live on your own. Now figure it out, go figure mm-hmm. out the rest of your life. And you know, if you can be that I, I'm talking Joey Swall shit here, like just like be the person <laughs> that helps them. But uh, I heard, was that, was that a baby in the background? Oh yeah. That's my, I, I, I wasn't sure if you guys would be able to hear it. I could only hear it. Mm-hmm. I picked up a little bit. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. How old, how old? Yeah, she is uh, two months old. So, oh wow, baby, baby. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we're. That's why I was like, when Keith first asked me to uh, come on, I was like, ah, maybe. Like, <laughs> I, I want to. I really do. But I was like, I got a two and a half year old and a two month old, and I was like, I my, props to my wife. She gets all the love and adoration tonight because she put them to get put them to bed solo tonight, and you know is out there dealing with a crying baby right now. So like. Uh, mine too. Mine too. Yeah. What's your wife's name? Abby. Abby. Thank you, Abby. What's your baby's name? Uh, I got Austin. Austin is my two-year-old girl, and Parker is the two-month. 
my bold girl. Fantastic. I have two as well. I have a four year old and a two year old and Orin and Saga. So yeah. Nope. I can hear it and I was just like, I hear a baby. Is it mine? <laughs> like right away. I was like, what do I do? Do yes. I do I have to go do something here? Yeah. Thank God that the two year old seems to have gone down pretty easily, but you know, two month old is a two month old. So we're we're surviving through it. Yeah. How dare you put me down? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two, I know the two month old struggle. How dare you put me in? My two-year-old is kind of like that now. I got up in the middle of the night last night. She was just like panicking. And I thought, because she won't sleep without my wife and my son won't sleep without me. And it was like four in the morning. And I just heard my daughter going, mama, 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 mama. But my wife has had a cough for the past couple of days. So in my like stupid sleep brain, who, like I mentioned earlier, is like not drinking as much anymore. was like, <laughs> my wife is dead because my daughter is losing her mind sounds desperate and my wife isn't answering so like yeah yeah if you're ever wondering what it, what it's like to that's the most terrifying thought i've ever heard in my life well, that's, that's, yeah that's it sucks man. losing yeah. my wife would i just got up and was like my... is everything okay and i heard mm, go away and i was like okay that's all i needed <laughs> <laughs> for real that's like me every time like the like monitor alarm goes off and she doesn't react i'm like Oh, you did it this time. You 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 just forgot to, you you're wake not waking up this time. Like forever. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It was the oh, it was the desperation of my daughter. Like, mama, mama, mama. But it turns out no, she just yeah. wanted to be breastfed. And like, no, you're two. We're weaning you off now. And I was just like, that desperation terrifies me. <laughs> anyway, I just we had some notes about you love being a dad, and I wanted to uh, like talk yeah, about absolutely. that because like it is my favorite thing in the world. So. Yeah, I can't talk to Keith about cats because I'm not a cat person. So I get to no, talk to Keith about being hear that. Not everybody's a cat person. Not everybody. I, I, I actually we're learning from the Discord. Cats are terrifying little monsters you shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they they have their moments. So big Jake. Uh as far as being a dad the last few years, has that helped you uh be a better director of the strongest cowboy strongman show? Oh, um, it didn't because she, she hadn't given birth at the time when I put on that strongman show. She oh, was like something you're actively doing still. Okay. Yo. So the, so the strongest cowboy show was uh, a show I did in grad school when I lived, when we lived down in Oklahoma, um, I lived at, we, I went to Oklahoma state. So um, boys, that, that's the mascot. So um, the strongest cowboy was a strongman show I put on down there. And my wife was, she would have been nine months pregnant when we put that on. And like, I think she gave birth, she would have gave birth two weeks later after that show. And she ran scorers table. And at one point, like I was, I was MC on it. And we had probably like 60 competitors there, a couple hundred people in the crowd. And I look over and she's just sprawled out on the ground because her folding chair snapped in half. Ooh, I'm like, mm-hmm. like, mid like announcing i'm like dead sprinting over there like <laughs> what happened like oh my god and she laughed Who hurt luckily, you? luckily she laughed it off and was fine but i was like oh my god this is this would be the thing that sets you off like you falling out of a folding chair is going to be the thing that breaks your water because that's by breaks your water and we're going to the hospital it's <laughs> <laughs> good stuff all right so I wasn't done talking about being a dad, but that's nope, fine. That's oh, fine, Keith. Finish it up. Finish, finish, finish. All, All right. right. What 
what are you more excited to show? Austin and Parker. Okay. Between, let me find it. Let me find it. Between Marvel. Between, uh, where is it? You're not showing them South Park. That's not going to end up in the question here. (laughs) Um, Not Not for a few years, at least. Did you already cross it out on me, you dick? I don't think. Not if you're talking about the media. I'm just trying to fill up the uh, unpaid and underrated with some of the stuff we don't need to get. I actually, I actually think I crossed it out, and I'm just uh, all right. So he's what are you blaming me? Did you, did you hear that, listeners? <laughs> Nobody this, crossed it this, out. Actually, this Nobody crossed it out. It's all okay, what are you more excited to show them? Marvel, Star Wars, or how to get a good deal on Facebook Marketplace? Ooh. Ooh. So while Marvel, I, I you could, my kids are, Austin is already a huge Marvel fan. Um, you know, if, I don't know if you watch with your kids, Joey, Spidey and his amazing friends on Disney plus, but yeah, like, uh, Austin wanted to be green goblin for, uh, what? <laughs> she loves bad guys. She thinks they're so cool. Yeah. And like as a two-year-old, you're like, this is sweet. But yeah, she wanted to be Green Goblin. We finally got her convinced to be Ghost Spider for uh, Halloween after like literally two months of her being, nope, I'm a Green Goblin. I'm going to be a bad guy. I'm like, okay. It, it, but we couldn't find a costume that to make it work, which was the tough part. But yeah. back to your originals. I, I, I think finding a good Facebook marketplace has to be the right answer because that's, you know, that's a true life skill and (laughs) that's what being a dad is all about. I can teach him my hobbies and the things that I love that is Marvel and star Wars, but teaching him a good life skill of how to haggle a a good Facebook deal priceless. Yeah. I've been, I've been playing the new Spider-Man and Oren he's four, right? So he's into it, Mm -hmm. but like I can't play past a certain night time of night because he just won't. He gets all riled up and starts like web swinging around mm-hmm. the couch. Um, but he's so into into it and all that kind of stuff. I got him. I was dressed as Wolverine this Halloween. Yep. Uh, I got the yellow, the yellow Wolverine from the 90s. And he was like, Daddy, what is that? What is that? So I showed him the mm-hmm. 90s X-Men. And that's all he wants to watch. Right. Now. He wants that's to all- watch 90s X-Men with Daddy. And it's like, you know what, buddy? Yeah. You know, you're doing something you think is important and your your kid walks up and goes, Daddy, can we watch X-Men? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I don't care what else is going on. I'm absolutely going to put it down and come and watch X-Men with you for 20 minutes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, 100%. What is your favorite Marvel going right now? Marvel, favorite Anything. Marvel what? Anything, what did, like what's got you in the universe at the moment? Ooh, um, I guess, because I'm not really... I'm not a comic book guy. I I'm purely like a millennial, like just cinematic. The, yep. MCU cinematic. is fine. I, I'm down. Yeah. But, um, but I play this, I've been playing this uh, mobile game called Marvel strike force for yep. probably five years. So that's probably the most invested I get because then I get to see like the other characters that I don't know about. Like that's where I get to be interested in these. And then I go on like Wikipedia. They're like, the synopsis of these characters that I've never even heard of, like ever in my life, like squirrel girl. I'm like, who the fuck is that? And then I go and learn, like, you know, she's out there being Thanos in the comic books. So I'm like, Oh, okay. This girl's pretty badass. But yeah. you know, that's funny. Right was, now, go ahead. 
No, I, just because like the cinematic universe is, you know, and we're in phase five, five, and it's really wishy washy yeah. right now. I I don't know if it's the oversaturation or if it's the um, just the quality that's coming out, but there's nothing that's really just like, you know, striking me deep, like, you know, Captain America Winter Soldier did. Like, that was like, oh, this, yeah. this is what a superhero movie is supposed to be. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that one. The DC, the DC universe had a game like Strike Force, and actually, Strike Force yeah. copied the DC one. It was like yeah. DC Legends. I played that, and I probably invested thousands of dollars in that game. I loved that game. Discontinued October 31st. They were like, we're done. We're not making it anymore. You can't download it anymore. You can't contribute. Like they just stopped making it, but it was the same thing. You would Mm -hmm. get this character and you'd be like, okay, I know a lot of DC, but I've never heard of this. So Mm -hmm. I'd have to go and look it up. And like, suddenly it's like, I'm going to go and read a fucking comic book. Um, (laughs) So yeah, we aligned there on that, on that level. I haven't, I started playing strike force, but it was just too similar to the one I was already playing that I couldn't invest in it. And then, uh, yeah, the new Marvel stuff, uh, Loki. I have this thing. Everybody likes to rag on Keith for his movie takes and all that shit. Mm-hmm. The moment you bring time lapse or time travel into uh-huh. something, I'm out. I'm out. I check out in seconds. Mm-hmm. You don't even and, finish season one of Loki, though? That's uh, like literally so the entire no, fucking so, series of Loki. Is no, that. so season one of Loki is multiple universes, which I'm down for. Season two, they do the time lapse or time travel yeah, bullshit I'm, where he's I'm like, halfway, he's talking to himself. That. Yeah. And the moment yeah. it's one of those, like, he was behind himself the whole time. Whoa, like, that's a, such a shock. It's not a shock. It's stupid. It's lazy. <laughs> and I check right out. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm actually not I, that into the new phase either. Yeah. And I just feel like it. it the the ones that really got me like the movies like the multiverse of madness or like uh the new the third uh thor movie not the third one the fourth one mm-hmm. love and thunder like they were so cheesy and it was just like so off of like i know marvel's more lighthearted than like dc is but like you you turned it too far where yeah. it was just like, like that uh that meme that gets posted around that is like it's so dumb. It's good. And it's like, no, it's just dumb. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I, I, like I enjoy watching them because I watch movies for fun. Yeah. But like, yeah, like Logan is really the top tier Marvel movie at the moment. Yeah. And so we're going to see what Deadpool three is going to do because Hugh Jackman's coming back. They've got him in the yellow costume. Mm -hmm. Um, But really now I'm watching what DC is going to do because um, Aquaman's terrible. <laughs> Flash was not a great movie. Like the only thing that made that movie even watchable was all of the Batman coming back as yeah, cameos. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we've got, we got Clooney at the end for about 30 seconds too. Yeah. Like the guy that ruined the Batman franchise showed up. Yeah. I like George Clooney. He was a terrible yeah. Batman. A terrible. He was the one that ruined that franchise. He was, he was nipples Batman. Like nobody cared. It's not um, his fault. Yeah. But either way, but it was fun to have them. They had all the other ones, but like that movie was terrible. So I haven't watched Blue Beetle yet. Blue yeah, Beetle's fucking just... shitty. I watched Blue Beetle a couple months ago. It was 
it was bad. And yeah. that's like coming from a guy that like I love uh No, you hate everything. Nobody I love I love Cobra Kai. <laughs> Cobra Kai is fucking awesome, but that like Miguel and fucking Blue Beetle was just that was trash. It was such a fucking boring. Nope. Nobody movie. believes you. You gave yeah. Snatch a five. You gave well, it's because I, I thought it was about five? something else. <laughs> I know that, like I I've watched that movie twenty fucking years ago. I don't remember. It was uh, it was it was a lot of like drugs and shit though. Movie was amazing. <laughs> I think it was very drug related. I'm not big on like fucking drugs, so I don't know. Uh, Gangsters. It wasn't drugs. I can't remember. There was anyway. A, so I I've, I've dominated this enough. You guys go mm-hmm. ahead. I'm gonna. So big Jake, I want to know about your historical wrestling career and how uh, you managed to break your collarbone right at the beginning of it. Yeah. So I decided, like a, a wise guy to um go out for wrestling my junior year of high school um so with no prior wrestling experience um go out for wrestling my junior year of high school so i i made it four days into practice um before and the reason that this i ended up breaking my collarbone um on the fourth day of practice was because we were co-opt with another school because our my, the school yeah. that I, yeah so and the school that we were with had just gone to the state championship in football and so all of their wrestlers were still like they were they got given the week off because state had been the week before practice was supposed to start so i'm wrestling like i was wrestling at like 170 wrestling the heavyweight who probably weighed like 250 because that's all who was there for practice and you know, he bear hugs me, puts me down, and I I snap that collarbone into about twelve pieces. Um, I got a plate and about eight screws in there. Um, uh, yeah, so probably that's not. Gonna be, the, that's gonna be fun for overhead shit the rest of your life. Fuck. I honestly, uh, it bothers me more when I bench press. Okay, um, but it I, it did take me a long time to. Uh, yeah, I got good. I I have good overhead mobility. I guess I could see that. Yeah. Um, do you know? Do you have to like, uh, if you have a, a narrower versus wider uh, stance or grip on your overhead, do you notice that that like is affected by it at all? The collarbone itself, no, yeah, uh, okay. not anymore. I it, it I mean, for several years, probably like my early college years of like heavy lifting, there'd be times where like. I could be like, yep, I can just feel this scar tissue just like in my AC joint. But like, I that that hurts to hear. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've, I'm, that's like, that was like 12 years ago at this point, I think. Right. Yeah. We're like that. So like, I've basically worked through it. So I I don't really see any lingering effects of it. So then you were, you would have been out that whole season for wrestling. Do you end up going back out your senior year or did you hang it up? No, I I hung it up for. was a disappointment because my my dad is a huge wrestler my my brother who is like seven years younger than me he had already been wrestling when i went out he had probably only already been wrestling for like five six years because he started when he was like three years old and so he was my dad is like was ecstatic that i had finally given in and become a wrestler and then here i go break my collarbone and never go back (laughs) out but i do i do appreciate wrestling i love wrestling it just at that point, like when I went out my senior year, then I was like, or didn't go out my senior year. I was like, I'm just over this and w- want to focus on others. I, I got into lifting is actually what happened. Yeah. I gotcha. Well, 
this might not be as relevant as a, as a segment, but I'm going to play a quick game. As uh, has has he seen it? We got a couple wrestling movies here. So two of the most famous wrestling movies that I could find, and I like these are movies that I enjoy. And I was like, oh, maybe I can throw a few more in there. And then like to find a third, fourth, or fifth like movie about amateur like high school wrestling, college, or, like, <laughs> like 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 Greco Roman wrestling is like they're all very niche to where like but these two are pretty like mainstream. You you might know them. So uh, has he seen it? Vision Quest, an eighties movie. Mm, no, Matthew, Matthew Modine, very, very good. Like, there's some, there's some shit in it now that, like, it's kind of like, oh, that's a little aggressive. But like, just in general, was like a sports movie. If you're like a sports movie fan in general, uh, very much recommend watching Vision Quest. It's uh, I, 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 you know, take that yeah. with a grain of salt because everyone thinks I'm bad at rating movies, but everyone else is wrong, and I'm accurate. So you know, give that a shot as a wrestling. Is someone that has a, a wrestling history to some extent. And then uh, if you don't know Vision Quest, I highly doubt you know this one unless you're more of a history buff. But uh, are you familiar with the uh, Foxcatcher and the Foxcatcher Ranch and that whole... Uh, okay, so there was like... I think it was... Uh, I can't think of a source name, but basically there was like a, a millionaire, maybe a billionaire, something or other uh, DuPont, and he like was adamant that he wanted to have a big wrestling team for America. So he 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 bought he he brought in some of these like former college wrestlers that were like very good and tried to like have them like wrestle for him and like train other guys. And he ended up going fucking crazy and killing one of the dudes like on his like big plot of land. And there was there was a documentary about it, and there's like a live action movie about it uh, that actually had some like pretty famous people in it. Uh, I think um, uh, who's the guy that plays the Hulk? Mark Ruff 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 Ruffalo. Yeah, and then uh Channing Tatum are both in that, I believe. If I can if I recall. So both both good movies, completely different premises as far, but but both are around wrestling. I'd be surprised you said your brother's really interesting. I bet if you I'm curious if you asked him, he'd probably seen both those movies and your dad. So yeah completely basically in in an irrelevant uh segment because you are not the wrestling fan you claim to be. And can I can I just move this on? Can I move this on from uh, Keith poorly explains wrestling movies? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, if you would hit me with a "Has he seen it?" I, I, I am probably on the same level as Tommy and oh, the okay. "Has he seen it?" Like, especially, especially as being a, like a '95 kid. I oh yeah, you're a baby. You ask me a, an '80s movie like oh god. I'm yeah, not like us watching a says me like us watching a seventies movie. I get it. So I have two questions. What the, the fuck f- did that? What the fuck are you doing? Happy birthday, Joey! What the fuck? There's, There's your balloons, balloons from on your balloons from Can Jam. That was so I, cool. I, 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 I don't I know how it happened. I think that's something Zoom's doing because I was listening to a podcast today. Uh, Vintage Rage Rob was interviewing Grant from the Strength Co. And I saw that, yeah. Grant Grant had something coming up on his screen. Like, it was like a thumbs up or something, but it was like an involuntary thing that Zoom was doing. Grant necessarily was doing. So I'm curious. Oh, well, I just keep it in mind. You just, yeah, down, why you just had balloons on your screen? Because <laughs> down here we all float. Okay, yeah. I got two questions. Who would win in a fight? A jackrabbit or a coyote? Well, as we saw this last weekend, if you're a purveyor of lower level college football, where the my alma mater beat uh, the SDSU Jackrabbits beat the South Dakota uh, Coyotes uh, pretty handedly, I would 
always I'm always going to go with the jackrabbit. The jackrabbit, it's a fearsome competitor, especially nowadays. So I yes I I don't care what nature says. The jackrabbit's winning. <laughs> Sorry. Right, so there you have it, Tanner. Okay. Um, wood or metal for log press? Ooh, uh, that's from that's from Big Hot, Big Scott Dodds. I love that yeah. I still call him that, and then like we all I do. specifically put it in for that. Yeah, that's like, so funny. Joey's like, gonna know what that, that is. Yeah, his wife called him that. What like on the podcast? I was like, well, I'm gonna. That's him forever now. <laughs> so wood yeah. or metal. You know, honestly, I've never, li- I'm trying to remember. I don't think I've ever lifted on a wooden one just because it's like not that common for a competition to have a wooden mm-hmm. log. I Too many irregularities, uh, right? Like you couldn't really calibrate wood. I think well, Steve, Steve Slater like makes them literally by hand. So it's like, yeah. yeah There's a company up here that makes them. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, do I really want a wooden log for $300 when I can get the Titan one for like 150 or something like that? Like, yeah. And like, I, I have like a, I, my dad and I, my dad's like a part-time woodworker guy. So we, we have like a wooden log, like half built right now. We just have, we have to get like the metal parts, like the handles and the, Mm -hmm. the collars to put on it. But yeah, I think you'd have to go metal just because, uh, getting a wood log, it's going to be so tricky because you, you could have like, you, you get this portion of a log, but it, it could still be like one end of it is like heavier than the other, just based oh, yeah. on the density of the wood or, you know, so if you're not a guy that's like, like Steve Slater, that's, you know, into this knows what he's doing. I feel like it, it's gotta be tough to, you know, make one and then also have one that's like a good quality. That's like not going to mess you up. Yeah. Cause I remember we, the only time I would have ever had an opportunity to lift one was like one of the first, uh, South Dakota state strongman, like at the state fair, um, that we, we lifted at. And this guy, the guy that had was putting on that show made a wooden log and like uh, Tyler stone was probably the only guy that lifted it. And it was like, when I say like a log should be, you know, uniform, like it had like, Mm-hmm. Well, all the way through it because he like hand carved it and it was like full of these knots and i don't even know how he got it up onto his shoulders to do it because it was just like oof, yeah it, it was rough a lot of calibration right like i think that uh the, i i think they're called like northern strong or something they've shown videos where they like they hang it and like if it's not the right weight they have to start like shaving and like get it down to the exact yeah. place and that's yeah, that's fucking insane. Yeah, but, so yeah, I would definitely steel 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 log all the way. Then all right. Now I wonder if those are ever kept outside too, like and it's absorbing water. Like it's not absorbing water equally throughout like the whole thing. So mm-hmm. even even like the water absorption is no, like, you, heavy to one side. You'd coat it. You'd have you'd have yeah. to coat yeah. it to make and, oh, yeah. and and like most wood based doesn't absorb water in that sense i think there's like this thing where like salt water doesn't fuck up wood like fresh water does like the, yeah you, you i'm sure you would rain, treat salt it water. you wouldn't you wouldn't i know it's not gonna rain, but like there's <laughs> this concept like you can still make it so that it doesn't like my deck is made of wood and it's not deteriorating every day your what my deck 
Okay. Well, I got one more for you, and then we can probably get on to another little, you know, gadget here. So uh, one of the hosts wants to know about uh, the Larry the Legend poster and how you make an appearance in it. And, and it's hanging in the Massonomics gym. I want to hear about that. Yeah. So this is a that's a great callback to yeah, let's hear it. the former day. Yeah. So I would have been uh so that would have been Larry deadlifting at probably the let's see, the twenty fifteen state fair strongman. So yeah, twenty fifteen. I want to say that that would be right. Eight years ago. Brown yeah. County. Uh, so this one actually wouldn't have been the Brown County. This would have been the state fair that happens in Huron, which is the oh. arm of South Dakota. Don't go, <laughs> don't go there. A little, yeah. little stinky. Little stinky. Been, has uh, has has Judd Hoos ever played there? Because that sounds like I, the right, it's right up their alley. I, I bet Judd Hoos has opened for. I, I would guess that they probably opened for a fair number of bands at the state fair. But fair yeah, number. that. Uh, um, that strongman show, that was probably the first, that was the first time I went and watched because like I had said earlier, my grandpa would go to it every year and watch Tanner go win it. And so I went and finally watched it and I am, so you can see me little tiny Jake, probably weighing maybe, maybe 190 at that point, sitting in the background of that picture of Larry looking, looking like a Greek God, just lifting, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, and I remember guys coming up to me after that one, like people that I knew that weren't lifting, like not Tanner, but like guys in the crowd and being like, oh, you, you going to do it next year? And I was like, I'm not, no, that's not my thing. Like, cause at that point in my, cause I was just starting lifting. I was probably like two years into lifting. So I was still in like this, like major college gym bro. Like I want to be a bodybuilder, but not actually biceps be- and triceps all day. Yeah. Like, so like I was like ah I'm not going to be that and by the next year I went and competed with them so like, <laughs> nice. that that's like the origin story of me becoming a strong man is going and watching Larry and Tanner and all the rest of those guys lift lift at and that as, and as far as the banner like you were just in Massonomics gym one day and saw it and you're like that's me in the fucking crowd kind of thing or yeah 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 that's awesome Cause like, that's, that's yeah because I remember I like kind of like Grayson like I just inconsistently would go to Massonomics gym, you know, on those free day passes that Tanner's so kind <laughs> with. And um I just remember showing up one day and I'm like, oh, there's I made it. I'm on the wall. Like and then being so pumped about it. And then like a year later is when we had uh or like two years later probably would have been when we had like the 2018 strongman showdown, like the red shirt year. Mm-hmm. And there's a picture of me up there now like given a like a woo at the crowd um mm-hmm. and so yeah i'm up there too i'm up there a couple times now but yeah that's the first one nice i am officially on the wall now um they didn't do the friday night picture but they did the saturday post meet picture um but it's the one like there's multiple photos and like there's a couple like like the ones that my wife took or ones that i like got from other people because it was like we were all doing like a, 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 yeah. a double bicep 
Um, so like there's some pictures that I have of that, like group photo where like, I'm actually like fully double bicep, but the one that like 99% of the people have my arms are like only halfway up. So I look like a little fucking T-Rex. Like, and you do like, I look completely like, when I, I, it's like all I see when I see the picture. Cause like, I'm not actually flexing and it's just like, I'm like mid putting my arms up and it's just like, what the fuck are my arms doing? <laughs> so it's kind of like, it's bittersweet. Cause I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm literally going to be on Massonomics gym wall forever. But I look like an asshole, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's fitting. Well, if it looks like a duck, <laughs> I just said I said it was fitting. So yeah, <laughs> no, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree, though, that Tanner should get a picture of the Friday night lift or the Friday night pre-party because that that picture to me, like, is the epitome of that weekend. Like, yeah, that's that's them doing things differently than any other powerlifting meet. Like, that's like hundred percent. So yeah. I would I would say. If, if, if it were me, if I were, if I were Tanner and I was, you know, 10 feet taller and stronger, (laughs) I would put that picture in the fulfillment center Mm. and I would leave the gym one in the gym because I didn't lift at the, I'm actually bummed. I'm not in that picture because I was there for every event was there all day. I was there. I was doing all that stuff, but I was not in the one at the lift hard, live easy, but that's because that was the event. And I didn't belong in that picture. The Friday night one, I would say, I'd Tanner, if you're listening, maybe put that one in the fulfillment center because I think that one's the massonomics, the podcast, the discord, the, all the other stuff, the gym one belongs in the gym. That would be where I would put it. But again, I'm not Tanner. It only happens a couple times a week, Joey, but I full heartedly agree with you on that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I think it's time to move on. Mm-hmm. Been a hell of a conversation. Like just, wow. I didn't, I honestly was like, I don't know. Like, I don't think I've had much talk with Jake and this has been fucking amazing. So I do have to wrangle it in though. Cause we got stuff to do. It's 1030. We're going on two hours already. I want to talk to you guys about obsidian ammonia. I'm not going to talk too much about obsidian ammonia. We've already had people doing sniffs on camera. <laughs> like twice now this week. Just keep in mind, we've got our po- code unpaid. I know some of you are using it. I've been seeing it come in. Um, you know, best smelling salts, uh, massonomics adjacent. They helped at, or they sponsored the live hard, live easy. They're sponsoring so many of probably events you're already in. So, you know, check them out. It's hypedust.com. I don't think slash unpaid works yet, but use our code. Um, they just did a huge sale. It was like 33% off or something like that. But I think that's, that's done good. for now. So follow them on Instagram because you can get some really decent deals. If our code isn't what suits you, wait for those deals. It can't say enough about them. I Their uh, menthol from back in the day. I remember I took that to like one of the first strongmans I ever did um, down in Texas. And I remember handing it to a guy that I didn't even know. And it hit him and he just like, about threw his neck out of place and he was like what the fuck is that? <laughs> and i was like that's that menthol from obsidian and he was like okay I, i'm an obsidian guy now and i was like oh, yeah good good yeah, good stuff at my first meet i think i had i brought my own because i just wasn't sure and i do remember handing it to a guy he's like yeah sure i'll try it and he goes bob does his left he comes back to me and he's just like he looks like the the michael jordan crying meme he's just like his <laughs> eyes are shot and he's crying and he goes 
that really helped, but I don't think I don't think I want that again. <laughs> <laughs> little, and little that was too much. that was just super saying. Like it wasn't even nosebleed, right? That's that's how I felt at uh the the Liftard Levisi. I took it, I took the like a brand new bottle of the custom stuff that they made. Yeah. And I don't remember if it was before my second or my third squat, but I hit it and I remember just screaming in the back. I was I in the back room, I was jeez, <laughs> oh, like and then like two lifters after me, here's Jonathan on the platform, just nose deep in it. Well, like, he does. He, I was like, how, dude? I no, literally, was I think he's filming. faking it. He's breathing out or something. Like, cause he goes like, like he must not be undo. I don't know. I've seen him do it a hundred times. And he's like up there. He's like licking the bottle or something. Like he's, <laughs> he's crazy with ammonia. Yeah. I, cause I remember I didn't even go, I didn't even say like good lift or anything. I just went, how the fuck do you do that, man? Like that was, cr- that stuff is hurt. Yeah. I know the trick, you know, he just borrowed Grayson's bottle that wasn't activated. <laughs> yet, so it was just all for show. It was all, a, it was all a ploy. <laughs> all right. Well, I, yeah. Go ahead. Big Jake, do you want to play a little game of unpaid or underrated? As you mentioned, you've listened to multiple episodes this week. Uh, I don't need to go over the rules then, do I? No, I have you know, I'm well over 400 episodes into, you know, overrated, underrated, unpaid or underrated. So, you know, I'm very, I'm very ready to give you my brother right. on this. Right. So I'm going to stick with the whole stick of stuff up your nose aspect for the first one here. So unpaid or underrated, plugging your nose when you jump into a swimming pool. Ooh, okay. This is so unpaid. And it- <laughs> Good thing that Joey's not here because I can say I don't know if Joey's a, a, a pro plugging your nose, but if you let your kids plug their nose, your kids are going to be soft. Just just jump in the pool, figure out how to breathe. You're you're going to be fine. So yeah, that nothing drives me up a wall more than seeing a kid go like this to jump in a body of water. Just <laughs> come on. No. Being at be, be, being at the gym all day and like probably just glancing over at the pool here and there. Do you see adults do it too? Like, or is it solely kids? Uh, no, I I don't. Just because like a lot of the people that do utilize the pool are like older and like they're they're like walking in instead of like, oh, yeah, just getting ready to do their laps and stuff. All yeah. right, so so Joey, uh, he rated plugging your nose when jumping into the pool as unpaid. I think a lot of people may be able to agree with that. I don't know. I don't have kids, so I can't speak to that. If, if I'm diving, I don't plug, but if I'm doing something stupid, I'm plugging. So if I'm going in like feet first, I'm plugging up. Yeah. No, I, you got to own it or at least know how to blow air out of your nose. Just if you're going to do something stupid, Full send the stupid and just <laughs> let that bar get over All no. right. So where are we staying together at the Lift Hard Levisi? You and I are gonna go stupid shit into the pool <laughs> and see who comes up going. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, so Big Eddie stayed out at Richmond Lake, which is shortly or like a little ways out of town. I my grandparents have a cabin out there. Mm-hmm. Uh we can go harass Big Eddie as he's at his Airbnb. We can stay out there. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh big Eddie W for anyone not familiar. Uh, <laughs> all right. So my second one here, um, I think you're going to have the same answer, but let's go ahead and give it a shot. 10 pound weight plates. Ooh, uh, actually super underrated. No. Yeah. Even when they uh, break your toe. 
Oh, oh, I didn't get that. <laughs> so because that was good. That was a good misdirect. That was good. Well, that was good because well the 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 caveat is to that is the one that broke my toe was actually a 25. And that's oh, it. well, but, Abby, she she also said that you only wrestled for three days, not four days, and uh, it's a ten pound plate. So then again, it, it, honestly, I'll, I'll refrain. It might not have been Abby because I did get I did get data from like four people, and I I don't sure. you know highlight who sent me what. So what are we you know, big you, math? Yeah, no. <laughs> yes, uh, dropping a twenty five on your foot. Oof, that would hurt a hell of a lot worse than a ten. Fuck. Yeah. So what oh. what happened is I was my uh, I was talking to my lifting buddy. And I went to grab the 25 and it was like the, the ones that have the grips on them, like a tri grip. Yeah. Yep. 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 And so I grab, yeah. And I grab it and I think that I'm grabbing a, a, a 30 or a 20, a 25, but there's a 35 behind it. And I grabbed that and just pulled. And so the 25 came off and just went straight down, snapped my big toe. And, oh, yes. I see. So do you thought you were grabbing 25, you grabbed the 35 behind it, pulled the 35 off, and not, ah, yeah. oh, fuck, dude, that, because that's like, if you, 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 you didn't even get a chance to, like, see it happening. No. Like, just, you know, sometimes, like, if, if you know you're about to get, like, punched in the face, essentially, you kind of, like, flinch. You yeah. went from just shooting the shit, and grab it, thinking you're grabbing the right plate. Fuck. That, that hurts my foot thinking about. Fuck, man. Yeah. yeah so, that I would one. say that, so, so let me change it then. So, so, so 25 pound plates, unpaid or underrated. Uh, I'd have to, I'd, I'd, I think I'd have to go, um, unpaid on, on the 25s just for their traumatic experience. Yeah. The PTSD and, you know, kind of like how some people are very anti 35, we really could get, uh, to a 25 with a couple tens and a five, um, <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> and like, right. and there's nothing you can do about a broken toe. No, like you just—it's it's just yours now for a bit, and that's like <laughs> the funniest thing about that is like I went to the doctor. Um, they took me to the doctor. I go in there, they get X-rays, and I'm sitting in the like doctor's um the the room for like a half hour, and then finally the doctor comes in. He doesn't even like fully crack the door. He just comes in like, "Hey, here's a boot." Throws it at me and shuts the door, and I and I was like, "What? Yeah. Like when do I?" when do I take it off? And he goes, when it stops hurting and then like shuts the door again. And I'm like, okay. Cool. Broken toes oh. are the stupidest thing. There's yeah. nothing you can do. It's just yeah. broken. And you have to not break it again for a little bit. Like that's literally <laughs> it. Somebody, Ugh, I, sounds... one time I hit my toe so bad, like there was just some, and people were like, go to the doctor. And I was like, why, mm-hmm. why? And we have, you know, nationalized health care up here. So it's not like I had to like worry about it, but it was just like, the doctor's just going to go, yeah, that's broken. Well, good work, bud. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Big Jake, I'm going to hit you with my last one here. Unpaid or underrated chili and cinnamon rolls combined together. Ooh, so uh, there was some Discord talk about this. There yeah. was. There was. There after, was. I already, after I already had it written down, and I was like, oh, yeah. I hope he doesn't weigh in too much, damn it. No, I and to- I... I stayed away from it knowing that there was a good chance that this came up. Yeah, nice. Appreciate um, that. So, but yes, it is extremely underrated. Um, yeah. Chili and cinnamon rolls is, I wouldn't say it's the best thing ever. Cause it's, it, there's better things than chili and cinnamon rolls, but good. It, it is very good. And some people like, so the reason why this comes up is because I, I used to live in Oklahoma for a couple of years. And so, living down in the South, we would, me and another buddy that was from Iowa, the one that 
gives me these beers, we would talk about things that we liked from the Midwest and that being one of them. And our boss who was like Oklahoma, he's like, that's disgusting. Like you <laughs> no, you don't do that. And like, so we've been on this like multi-year thing of trying to convince them of how this is like actually a legitimate, like, this is good. This is going to be a fine food choice if you try it. And he would be so adamant against it. And I finally got him to change his mind because I was like, dude, this is the same thing as chicken and waffles. Like, it's a savory thing with a sweet thing because you're putting maple syrup on it. I and like chicken and waffles and chicken and waffles is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And chili, like, yes, I get it. They're different vessels for the sweet and yeah. the savory, but the concept is still there. And he finally went, you know what, Jake, you're right. And, you know, I was like, that's all I need. That's all I need. You go try it. It changed your life. Cinnamon and chili. Are you going hardcore, like dipping the cinnamon roll in it, or is it like a little bite of this, a little bite of that, or is it? Are you using the cinnamon roll as a spoon, basically? This is important. Oh yeah, yeah you. I mean, if you want to eat it as a side piece, that's fine. But if you want to be true uh, Midwesterner, you're you're giving it a good dunk for gotcha. sure. Good to know. All right. Well, that is my three, and I'm going to hand it off to my co-host, Big Joy. All right. Um, Tony Scott. They've got Subarus put in here. (laughs) Unpaid or underrated Subarus, but I read it as Subarus. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what the fuck is a Subarus? Is it like a succubus? Um, But I'm assuming it's the car Subaru. So unpaid or underrated Subaru. So this is. This is the one that I think is going to cause some controversy in the. Oh, Discord I should have saved it for last, but I just really wanted to last about. I really wanted to laugh about Subaru. The Subarus. I have this theory that so people always talk about Subaru as being such a safe vehicle, and it's because all of the people that drive Subarus drive like grandmas, and <laughs> hate at least. In, in my small area of the world, in Brookings, South Dakota, of 25,000 people, the people that drive Subarus in my town are the slowest drivers. They're the people that are going to sit at the stop at the four-way stop, an extra turn always. They're the ones that are going to take 10 seconds to get to cross the line when they're you know changing lanes. They So I always... I, anytime I get frustrated, I get a little road rage in, um, in my town. I'm like, yep, it's a fucking Subaru. Of course it is. So very unpaid on the Subarus. All right. I'm I'm bummed that Keith wasn't here to hear me talk some rage talk. I was here the whole time. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. His road rage talk. Everybody knows. Okay. Um, this one's been here before. Uh, it's about a, a nice South Dakotan boy who is now Canadian, unpaid or underrated, Brock Lesnar. Ooh, oh, this is a tough one. That, you're a wrestler, you're a lifter, he's yeah. he's from your area. Yep, yeah. Um, I, I, I guess I'd have to go unpaid, but I'll, I'll give my druthers on this one. Mm-hmm. Just I'd love to hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because I I do feel like in some aspects he could be underrated because I think he is a cool, like a cool guy, did a lot of things. He grew up in a town that like 
40 minutes from where from Aberdeen. So like a small town kid goes, wins all these state championships, goes, I think he won several national championships wrestling He's in Minnesota. Minnesota. He was in NCAA. Yeah. So wins an NCAA championship. He's a killer in the ring for MMA. I, I mean, that's that was about the right time for me to be into MMA too. Cause I remember him like, I want to, I can't remember what fight it was, but I remember him knocking someone out in about 15 seconds, basically yeah. like in the first round. And I remember going like, yeah, that's the coolest dude ever. I mean, what, it, what do you say? He went to the, um, he was on the Vikings practice squad or at least went to training camp for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. And now training. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah. Training camp. And now he, lives up in the wilderness and just does cool shit and has like a big giant garage gym i think i believe i'm pretty sure he's got something sweet up there yeah i think he's in he's either in manitoba or alberta or saskatchewan he's in one of those two one of those three planes uh mm-hmm. also um one of the top writers for his own character in mm-hmm. wwe uh he does most of his own booking most of his own writing um and kills it every time he does like he just knows his own character he knows his own his own physical stuff so like yeah i'd love to hear how you're gonna get to unpaid for this but yeah so i I, as a fellow south dakotan i feel like a lot of people are probably think of him very highly just because of that Mm -hmm. and all the great things that he has done so in the sense of like, you know, you would probably say that like Dwayne, the rock Johnson is also unpaid just because he's so highly ranked. I would, cause he can't be underrated cause he's so highly rated. I would have to go unpaid. I believe. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I think we, I think we could talk about that a bit because the rock is the rock is. Yes. International absolutely. universal star. I'm, I'm talking from uh, but, as a, as a no, South no, totally, player. but strength. Brock Lesnar is only known in the strength sports world. Sure. Right. Like if I walk into a stranger, like I'm not seeing Brock Lesnar shirts on fat dads. Like, well, I mean, no, I, right? What do you mean? You're not, I mean, if he's a WWE superstar, you're definitely seeing it on fat dads. But I'm sure. seeing a lot more Under Armour Rock Project Rock stuff. So sure, I, I think I, I I think yeah I I don't disagree, but I think there's some druthers there that I would I would I disagree I, with. I like it. It's not like my job I, to do that. Yeah, I I use my druthers to counter argument myself just because I don't fully agree <laughs> with it either. But <laughs> right, like you, yeah. like you travel along it and you're just like, damn it, I got somewhere I didn't want to be. The only <laughs> rule is you don't ride the line. So why don't you yeah. do that? You're gold. Yeah. Um. All right. Last but not least, unpaid or underrated, strongman competitors who want to know every goddamn last detail of the events ten months before. Ooh. Um. <laughs> so while this, luckily, no one's been too intense about this. We did get into a little thing about the about the shield carry in the Discord. And I do appreciate, I, I, I think I'll have to go underrated because I appreciate a strongman show that gives out their, um, event details in advance. I do appreciate it. I think as a competitor myself, it's good to know that stuff because if you haven't like, say we threw in a tire flip and you haven't trained a tire flip at all, like that's a dangerous move. And so like, 
And I think it shows poor planning if you don't have a solid idea of your events, you know, a, a good amount of time in, in advance. And you show like you have competitors show up the day of and you're like, ah, we're changing it to this. And like, to me, that's that's putting out a poor product. And that's, you know, not fair to the competitor. Um, it doesn't let them give the spectators that show up to show it their best the best show because they weren't able to like properly prepare for it. So I think I'd have to go unpaid or underrated on it. But if you get really annoying about it, I'm just not going to (laughs) answer. I know. And then I know that there was one time on the podcast where somebody had complained that they didn't get the events. I think it was either for the Arnold or the Shaw. And I want to point out that you said it, if you're not prepared, you're not going to give the spectators a good show. I had never heard that perspective. Uh, I don't think I even considered that perspective. I was always thinking about it from the athlete's point of view. So good work. Like that's yeah, honestly, I, that's, that's so refreshing and amazing to hear because you're right. Somebody walks in hesitant, hesitant mm-hmm. to do the event because they haven't been training it. That's not going to be a good show. So good yeah, call on like, that one. Good call, man. To, to me, it's like if you went to a powerlifting meet and then like you have all the top level powerlifters show up and then you're like, uh, everyone has to switch their their deadlift stance. Yeah, because yeah. they don't know. Like, Sumo you know, only. Like, yeah, we're going to get disqualified for cheating. <laughs> or like you make, you make Dan Grigs- Grigsby or Jamal like have to go pull um conventional and they haven't be like 750 they haven't trained for it i mean still they're going to put up a big number but like it's not 1100 yeah like yeah so 992 good call and i'm always very pro spectator because i have i take my wife i've taken my wife to every single strongman i've done and she's so she's been to over 20 events with um, so like she never doesn't go cause she's always afraid that I'm going to get hurt and she wants to make sure that there's someone there. But, um, like when she has a bad experience at a show, because like they didn't properly plan out like how the spectators are going to view it or like the show, they didn't bring enough warm up equipment. So like the show lasts for eight hours, like that doesn't make my wife have a good time at this. And then that makes it harder for me to like, be like, Hey babe, I want to go do this strongman show. And she's like, another really one. An- yeah. another one. Like, didn't yeah. you just do one like 11 yeah. months ago? You fucker. Yeah. So like when a show is run really well and it's speedy, competent, um, putting on something that's enjoyable to watch, um, from a event and athlete perspective, um, it makes it the experience so much better. So I, I'm always very pro spectator when it comes to these shows. So you're not going to do any stone throwing. No, I have. You talked about that or yeah, I've talked about that before with Colton because yeah. I was there. I was at the Arnold and, or, or, or Caden, depending on where you saw the episode title. Nice. <laughs> and yeah. And Steve was like, oh, this is what they're doing. And I was like, nah. Like I'm good. I'll stick. So, I'll stay here at the strength co booth. So one of the state fair strongmans that we had that like me and the gym crew did, 
we had to do that exact event. And it was, I'm pretty sure it was at the same weight that those pro level strongmen did. Yeah. of like a hundred pound, like rock. Yeah. That we were like six feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like the, like, I remember the crowd being like cheering, going crazy. Cause it was like the first, first, first person went out there and literally <laughs> threw it like four and a half feet. And then, Oh, this is going to be lame. Yeah. And we were all like, great. Okay, this is going to be really fucking stupid. <laughs> Oh, and, and they're measuring in like one inch or two inch increments. Yeah. And so like, you don't know who's winning. Yeah. As a spectator, you can't tell because you're like, oh, good. That guy got it a sea hair further than the last person. Like, yeah. Uh, and like, yeah. So that's where a good quality event with good event or good individual events. It, it's important. Outstanding. All right. I think well, you passed unpaid and underrated despite all my interruptions. Sorry you, you about did that. Pass. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you, you, you won all the marbles as, if you will. Uh, I do have one quick thing. Um, one of your buddies, I can't think I'd have to go scour Instagram. Uh, I think it was, uh, regardless, he wanted to know about, uh, barbecue bottles in Oklahoma City and a little incident you had. Good, and if, good. and so, okay, yeah, tell, tell the story and then I have a caveat at the end. Yep. Sorry. Sure. So, uh, for, uh, what would have been my 20s? fifth birthday i think would have been that about that time um we went out to a bunch of breweries um in oklahoma city um probably went to four or five of them and then we went to like the best barbecue spot in town and my buddy we were both you know me and my buddy and a couple other people were all pretty drunk at that point <laughs> um, my wife who was like six months pregnant i think yeah she would have been and so um we go to this barbecue place. We're about to eat and I can't get the barbecue sauce to come out of the bottle. I set it down, whatever. I'm like, fine. It's just like, you know, gummed up at the top. I leave it alone. I'm like, I'll just use a different one. And then like, I look over and he's got that barbecue sauce on his thing. And I'm like, Oh, perfect. He got it unclocked. I go to take it. And he unbeknownst to me had unscrewed the lid to pour it out and then just set it back on top. And so I went to go do it. And I went, like this with my filled like the silver tray that they give you at barbecue places filled it to the brim <laughs> it's while being drunk as shit too yeah best. while being drunk so then after that like the server like we told her like the bottle like exploded she went and got me a new food very thankful for the server um we got myself cleaned up enough that we put me in the car we drove to a target bought me some new clothes and then finished out our night going to brewery that's funny so yeah the, the only other caveat i would have had is like your buddy wasn't sure if you knew that it was 100 percent his fault that he didn't put the cap on or not oh, yeah clearly, clearly you did so yeah that was that was that and uh yeah i think i think that closes out that segment uh sorry i, I he was adamant that i kind of asked about that so i just wanted to i just wanted to <laughs> To to to, I, to 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 plug the barbecue sauce, if you will. I knew I knew that Dayton would have to bring up some stupid story, and and that would be the one that he would most definitely want. <laughs> All right. Well, we are at that time where we allow the crew guests to uh, ask the host anything he has on you know any, anything you have on the docket to ask Joy or I. Um. Yeah i I did make a stick note while I was at work. Mm, I got, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm prepared. Um, I have, well, first I just wanted to, we, we briefly got, we, Joey tried to talk star Wars a little bit ago, but we went into a Marvel tangent, but I did, I was listening to, it was either Chris's episode, I think, because you were talking about 
how you hadn't seen Andor yet, the TV show. Mm-hmm. He, he and, refused to watch it, I believe. He started it and gave up on it because it was boring as shit. Boring as shit. I like so, Andor. I wanted to go a little Keith route on this, and I went and found all of the overall IMDb ratings of all of the Star Wars TV shows. And Andor is the second highest behind The Mandalorian, which we all know, great show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Andor, an 8.4, second highest rating uh, out of all of the um, Star Wars shows. And I... I can't disagree with you more that it is boring. Like, sure, maybe that first episode may be a little bit slow, but this is my, I'll go up on my soapbox, that this is like the best, it's easily the best Star Wars TV show that there is. And also it's, it, I think it's so important, like such a good way for Star Wars to get into the community of non-Star Wars nerds, because like, it's just like Rogue One. And the fact that you could watch Rogue One and just be like, arbitrarily, that's a good movie. I don't have to know anything about Star Wars and I can go, that's a pretty darn good movie. And then when you put it into the Star Wars universe, you're like, "Ah, that's even better. And that's where Andor is like very similar in that vein. And then, so I really think that it's amazing. And uh, uh, who's the guy that plays uh, Smeagol in Lord of the Rings? Shoot. Me. Why, why can't I think of that? <laughs> I can't even think of him. I can picture him. He's got U- Ulysses Claw in uh, the Black Panther movie. Why can't I think of that? Uh, I'm looking it up. He has... Go ahead. Yeah, he has like a cameo in like the later episodes, two or three episodes in there, and those episodes are phenomenal because he puts on like an Oscar worthy performance as like a side character in that show. I, you got to watch it, Joey. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Where does Obi-Wan fall on that list? Obi-Wan in my list, I wrote down all the ratings and I have to probably agree with them. Actually, I disagree because Obi-Wan is the lowest rated one out of all of them. And I I loved the hell out of Obi-Wan. So, to me, Obi-Wan is fan pandering to just the all 10th degree of like this. And don't get me wrong. The Darth Vader Obi-Wan fight is amazing. It's probably mm-hmm. the best, the best fight. It top three fight in Star Wars. No doubt about it. And it's phenomenal. And it pulls on your heart when he, the, he says, Anakin is dead. Like that, you know, that's emotional and amazing. But the rest of the show is really like, it really just messes with the continuity of the other TV episodes like that. He talks to Luke at the end of the show. I'm like, what? Luke didn't know yeah, who this was, He's this old yeah. crazy guy, but you're going to go hello there. Key. Just so he could say the hello there thing and all the fans can go, then you did the thing like that's stupid. Yeah. So in wrestling, we call that, um, we call that a, a work or marking. Yeah. Right. So when somebody marks out to something, um, yeah, all right, I'll give it a, a try, but like, it was still fucking boring. Like, I'm not, <laughs> like, you know, I don't watch boring things on purpose. I could pick up a book and be bored. It um, will be, it, 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 it all gets better. And I think, I think 
when you probably should truly give it another try is maybe when the second season comes out and you can watch, you can maybe binge it. Cause I feel like the second season is going to be much more action packed because it's leading into rogue one. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. a direct tie in to how rogue one. So I think yeah. you sound like somebody who's trying to convince me to go jogging. It sucks <laughs> at first, but you just have to get through the terrible part and then eventually you'll like it. Right, well, you, <laughs> just, you said, you I'm said, just you said, you said, I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, like, it. I'm not not going to watch it. Same with the Clone Wars. And and the thing is, like, I have enough superficial knowledge of Star Wars to talk to you guys about it. But I'm not that sure. like that into Star Wars. Sure. I would call myself like. Yeah, all right. I brought up wrestling already. Like you have your you have your marks or the people that believe it's real. You have your smart marks the people that know it's not real, but still treat it like it is. You have your casuals who just like tune in and out and all that. Like I would be a smart mark. I would be that mid-level of like, I know enough and I love watching it, but like if it's boring, I'm not going to pay that much attention. I can respect that for sure. For with, with, and, and you know, I'm honestly more of a Star Trek fan. But I don't have as much knowledge of Star Trek because Star Trek doesn't have the years of lore sure. that Star Wars has. So, yeah, sure. I, I mean, I'll watch it eventually. Yeah, I just I, I had to throw it out there because you you had said it and I was like, you know what? That's my favorite one. So, you know, I got to root for the things you like, you know, just like he just like Keith being very adamant about his hatred of Will Ferrell. Like he you got to stand by it, even if it's wrong. So, <laughs> so was there a question there or just a request? No, I just wanted to discuss that. Um, All right. The request is to watch Andor. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a question for you then real quick. Um, you said that you didn't rate Obi-Wan as the least. What do you rate as the least? Uh, Boba Fett. No, I was going to say it has to be both. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Not that Boba Fett's bad, but it is bad compared. Yeah. You know, and like the, when you rank all yeah. five of them, to me, Boba Fett's the least to enjoyable. Me, to me, the Boba, the the one issue, like I liked it, just as like learn Boba Fett, it was fun and like it was enjoyable that what they did in it. But at the end of the day, like they were back at square one, and so I was like, this story didn't need to be told because they didn't change anything in, like they're back at square one where they started of like they didn't want to be in charge of this thing and then they're fighting and then they're not in charge of this thing anymore. And I'm like, Boba Fett was annoying because a, like Boba Fett was the character every kid loved. Mm -hmm. We knew nothing about him from those first, like he was just the guy he would, he captured on solo. He's got the mask. He's got that. He was so badass that he died. Like just out Mm -hmm. of nowhere. And then we're like so amped to bring him back. And if you've been reading the books and the comics, you knew he, you know, what was coming, you knew he survived. Mm-hmm. And then they, the best part of the show was when the fucking Mandalorian showed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, was, it, was, it was Mandalorian adjacent. Yeah. That's why it was kind of the carried the whole fucking season. Best part of the whole season was Mando's here. So yeah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. So. All right. Well, enough Star Wars talk. I do have actual question, questions for you. Oh, um, okay. Let's hear. Um, it, do I? I pose this just because I know that the Discord will probably get in on this one and have their own thoughts and opinions. But do you think that there is ever a a number lifting, like weight wise, 
where you believe that you'll be satisfied with? Like total, a single lift. Do you think that there is ever going to be a number for you that you'd be like, yeah, I did pretty good, kid. In the moment, like I, I tell people all the time, like I, I have a spreadsheet. I literally track every single PR, every single lift and every single variation from fucking one rep up to 12 reps and literally fucking, you know, Paul's not Paul's close grip, wide grip, feet up, fucking Larson, like everything is its own. Every single bar, every single width, every single grip on a bar is a completely different lift because I don't give a shit. They're all 5% difference and that's fucking 20, 30 pounds in some cases. So, uh, if the question is, am I satisfied with, Baby PRs, yes. Am I satisfied with where my strength level is as a, 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 an adult male? You know, no. I could yeah. fucking would love to be a thousand. I would love to be able to total two thousand pounds and be the strong one of the, you know one of the strongest guys. But yeah, I, but that'll never be a thing. I am very happy every time I I get just excited hitting a two and a half pound P fucking seven rep PR on a variation as I no okay so not as excited but like that's a that's a nine and hitting a single PR is a ten so like it's not that far off for me like because every I I basically train myself to get off on little baby PRs on variations and on every single rep because if I'm not like motivated by that I'm not just gonna go like I, I have to have that motivation because I'm very goal driven. I very much enjoy hitting little baby PRs. So I don't know if that answers the question or how you were posing it, but I Take love it. little little PRs. When I first learned deadlifting from Steve, big Steve, sorry, from the Discord crew, um, I, I've said it before. Like It was like, I love doing this. I want to do this forever and ever and ever. Mm. And then I think when I eventually ended up putting the deadlift platform in the backyard, and my deadlift platform was three pieces of wood. Oh, I, I went, I went and looked, I went yep. and looked. It was the Go piece ahead. of wood I stood on and there was the pieces of wood that they, that the weights landed on. And I told myself my body weight, my goals, my condition, three plates is fine. If I mm-hmm. ever get to that, I know I'm stronger than most average people. I can stop there. And then the answer was, no, you fucking can't. Like, no, you can't. Like, you get there and you go, that kind of went pretty easy. And at the time, I wasn't even doing a program. I was maxing out every week. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's like, okay, but like, what if I added a couple? Like, all right. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, and then you do 365. And then you're like, well, now 405's in there because like, it's only 40 pounds. My kid weighs 40 pounds. I could do that. And you just keep fucking going. So, um, I think that I don't have a total or a goal for weight that I'm interested in stopping at. I think, um, uh, when I'm done paying for programming, when I'm done, dedicating hours and hours to it and when i'm tired is when i'm done sure like i've i think i've already expressed that i think the lift hard live easy will probably be my last lifting me hmm. because like i'll be 40 next year and i'm tired and it's you know like you i have a job and and, and, and all these things but then at the same time like maybe i'll get there and go nah, i could do another but i, I would say no there yeah. was, but at the same time, no, because then I might want to do strongman. Sure. Maybe I go and just start throwing logs and I, mean, I want to do Highland games. Like, no, I don't think there is an end goal to strength training because mm. 
like you, you, your body can do so many things when you treat it well. Mm. Right. And you know, your incrementals, like Keith was saying, matter so much. I don't measure those incrementals like he does. I don't have that kind of shit. I'm happy he does, but I don't, but there's good, like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm tired. I'm tired. Then somebody's like, Hey dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to come do a deadlift competition? And you're like, fuck yeah, I do. (laughs) What? So no. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I have one more thing to that uh, real quick. So like, I was just thinking about this. Uh, So like, as of now, I don't don't care. Like, I mean, I'm, I've been lifting from like 29 to 38. But once I'm like in my 40s and 50s, I might start like a whole new fucking column and be like, these are my PRs in my 40s. These are my 40. I don't know. Like 40s, I still should be. I should. I should still be as strong at 45 as I was 35, give or take. But like 50, like it's going to be hard to fucking like, like my, my, my rep PRs ain't going to be the same at 50 fucking five as it was at 35. You know what I mean? So like Mm -hmm. at some point, I think for my own mentality and my own ability to like get endorphins from just uh, that, like placebo effect of like oh i'm stronger now than i was there like i'm gonna have to like break it down by like masters ma- masters 55 you know some I'm, I'm gonna have to do something where i am doing like an, an age division pr or something like in my own head just to be like what i did at 60 is just as impressive as what i did at fucking 35 even though it's 100 pounds less like I, uh, I have every, I have every intention know, of fucking lifting until I'm 80, 90 years old. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying, like, there might be a time where I, I stop trying to get stronger. Yeah. But yeah, staying you know. strong is different. Yeah, I had a guy today at my work ask me, and he was telling me he's disabled, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, he was just shooting the shit with me, right? Like, he wasn't, we were just chatting. He's known me for a couple of years. And then I was like, you know, he's like, well, why do you do squats? Like, what does that accomplish? And I was like, Cause when I'm 60, I want to get off the toilet. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and he was like, you know, as somebody who's disabled, I wish I had thought like you at your age. Yeah. And that matters. So there might be a time mm-hmm. where I don't want to keep getting stronger, but staying strong and using my strength might be, you know, where, where I, I end up. Yeah. I only, yeah. And I, I love that answer. I think that's, you know, I think that's what all is inside all of us is like, I got five more pounds. I got two and a half more pounds. And so you'd never know where that limit is. Mm-hmm. I've always told myself in my brain that if I ever deadlifted 700 pounds, like on a straight bar, normal, like if I didn't hit a PR after that on deadlift, I think I'd be okay. Mm-hmm. And I sure I say that in, I say that now I probably be like, ah, it probably, yeah, until it happens yeah. right now. That's it. I've thought that for a long time that like 700 pounds, I'm like, there, there are not that many people that do that. So like, if I did that, I think I'd be satisfied. Doesn't mean I would stop trying or that I would stop strength training or anything along those lines. But I think that's a number I could look back on and be like, that was pretty good. Yeah. But you you're know? also 20 years younger than me. <laughs> yeah. And so maybe you might hit 700 and go like, I got 705, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what's really impressive though? If you pull seven hundred pounds and you can fit into a medium shirt, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't fit well, but well, I mean, it's it's on. I don't. Yeah. I, we we don't see your nipples, so at least has to be covering we, those. We up. call that equipped. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, because there's so much tension on the shirt. Absolutely. All right, buddy. You got you you got one more for us. Yeah, or two. Um, whatever you got. It's only it's only two. Uh, where are you at? Doesn't matter. Yeah, I was hoping I was hoping that we weren't gonna go so long because I was like, ah, oh, 
I don't I don't want to be the guy that's going forever and then yep. all of a sudden time flies you might as well just, just hit a record. Now a for... Ask your question. <laughs> all right. Um, for oh, just a, a, a easy one. What is your favorite non lifting related item in your gym? Stereo system, having like tower speakers and rear channels and actually having like a, like I can, I try not to now, especially with the cats and shit and with my wife being home a lot, but like being able to just fucking crank my music and not having it coming from a stupid fucking Bluetooth speaker or something like, cause my, my gym is like six, 700 square foot. So like actually being able to have speakers in like four separate areas yeah, that makes such a big, you know, difference and being able to just go over and like crank it for a big lift and then turn it right back down. Like that's the hands down the stereo system 100%. Joey, my drink spotter. Ah. Um Boy. I don't I don't have a lot of table space. I don't have a lot of like spaces to put things down. The drink spotter genuinely helps with my phone and my drink. <laughs> like I have two of them, right? I have the 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 light and the regular and it, it honestly is the drink spotter because I use it every time I'm down there. Yeah. I think I get it. It, it is probably it the drinks bar is probably number two on my list. Number one would probably be my, I have a magnetic kitchen timer and mm-hmm. that is the thing that, especially as a guy that does uh, conjugate esque stuff, does a lot of dynamic work. Like you have to be on a timer to keep it real. And also like, just to make sure that you're not being the asshole that like, cause I can do it sitting in the home gym, like just jamming to music, just sitting there thinking about the next set. And all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, I, it's in here for five minutes. Like, yep. but timer, you know, I'm like, that keeps me, keeps me honest. And, you know, I think it helps me work a little bit harder, you know, keeps, keeps me going still. Yeah. Juggernaut. Um, every time there's an iOS update, Juggernaut does this thing where if you're listening to music and have Juggernaut going, Chad Wesley Smith will interrupt you and go, 30 seconds remain <laughs> and then 10 seconds remain. But every time he does it, your music stops and you have to go and open the music app and start it again. And I've oh, gone was- to them and been like, you need to make it so I don't have to hear that. Like you need to make it so that if I have the app open, I don't have to hear his voice and they just aren't listening. It's probably my biggest frustration. Cause then I have to wait until the next update from juggernaut to fix it Hmm. so i started just using my apple watch so instead of using the timer built into juggernaut i'll just tell my apple watch set a timer for two minutes so i don't have the 30 10 and start your next set countdown but i also don't have to get up and turn my music back on every 10 seconds under the one minute like that's a fucking nightmare yeah that that would drive me insane absolutely I I hate just to tell you, to tell everybody listening, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. I want that ability to mute Chad Wesley Smith so bad. <laughs> because if you're like amping up to a big go, like you've got like RP 10 to set or two reps, and you're like, fuck it. Like you've got that song going and you're going, and, and then suddenly you just hear, start your next set. And your music mutes for a second, you're out of the zone. Mm-hmm. So if anybody from Juggernaut's listening, give me the ability to mute that. That or uh, I mean, I, I guess a, a workaround hack is 
you know, hook up the iPod touch to your, you know, your, your, your speaker and you're going to get the old iPod. Yeah. Get the old iPod touch. Well, and that'll, that'll, that'll just talk about the mind. So like, I don't hook up my phone to my stereo system. I have a, I have a tablet that just lives 24 seven plugged into it with an aux cord, never comes out of the gym. Like that is like spot, just open up Spotify and I have two playlists. But one of them's a work phone, and I want nothing to do with my personal life on that phone. Yeah, I gave my kid my iPad. So, like, I don't have that. I'd have to go and buy another fucking device. But, like, goddamn, like, it's got to... Not that Chad buggy. It might might be worth the $100, whatever you can get a a shitty phone for. Honestly, I'd stop using Juggernaut before I buy another tablet. (laughs) If they they don't fix that uh, issue, like, I'll just start doing my own programming at this rate. Just, uh... Run with the Jackal program. I I I, I hear that's pretty famous. <laughs> Is that something you ever ran, Jake? Did you ever did you ever get a, a, a template of the Jackal? Was no. it Jackal Jackal whatever the acronym after the the number after it was Jack three D. No. <laughs> the good old days, but no, I never ran Jackals just because like it was way at, at the time when they when all those gym guys were using it. Jackals was like so low volume compared to like what I was doing as a gym bro in a, in, you know, as a 19, 20 year old kid in a college setting, like I was lifting for three hours doing, you know, tons and tons and tons of volume. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. So Mm -hmm. that passed me. Well, speaking of three hours, I think it's time guys that we reined this in a bit. Do you have one more question, Jake? Was there one you really wanted I, to put towards us? I really, I got, I got one more. I got a, I got a FMK for both of you. Okay. We'll, we'll keep it. We'll try and keep it quick. Yep. That's, a, that's 60 that's seconds or less, Keith. Okay. F, Joey, FMK, video games, cigars, alcohol. All right. Kill alcohol. We've already talked about that. Um, Fox cigars, because I love them, but I don't need them every day. Um, but if I could just sit and play video games all the time, I would. But only certain ones. Like if they just re-released us, like if they did a new Spider-Man or Assassin's Creed all the time, those. Um, but yeah, alcohol's on its way out anyway. Cigars, I just do when I want. So it would have to be, you know, video games. Yeah, I just I was uh, scrolling through your Instagram trying to find something that I could talk about. And I was like, <laughs> God damn it. There are a lot of selfies with cigars. Yeah. And so <laughs> put it in there somewhere. Yeah. All right. I love cigars. FMK for Keith would be um, in the specialty bar category. Um, FMK trap bar SSB Duffalo. Mary Duffalo. Fuck SSB kill trap bar. I, I think that's the right way to go about that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I can, to me, the, the, I'll take a Duffalo over an SSB all day solely because I can Duffalo, Duff, I could, yeah, you know, I think I've talked about it before. So this is one of those other episodes because we're on the three hour mark. But yeah, Duffalo is 100% my go to, especially in bar. I could not live without it. Yeah. All right. That, that is all I have for you then. Um, I will. I'm. I have a couple other questions, but for the sake of passing them, I'll I'll pass them on to someone else because they're more generic. You can always, a, uh, you can always post. You can always just post them in the in the Discord too. That would be fun. You know, yeah, yeah. And, and and it's like no offense, we want to hear them. No, but no, three I, hours I, is so long. I, as a guy, 
as a guy that way, I told my wife, I was like, I really hope that I am like a two hour podcast. Cause just cause I, <laughs> I know the guys listening to it. And then also myself, I I'm getting up at four 30 to go do my yeah. lift tomorrow morning. So like, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. All right. Well, well if we want um, to land that, let's, let's round let's, it let's, in. You can hear us in for a landing. Yeah. Yeah. We're at unpaid and underrated podcast website is unpaid we have a series of promo codes. We have one at hypedust.com, which is unpaid. We have one at Barbell Rescue, which is NWC. Uh, yes. I have one for a coffee company. If you're looking forward to that one, like we have a series of codes you could use to help uh, to help support us. But most importantly, follow us on Instagram, follow Massonomics, and follow my friends here. Tell us where to find you. Keith Honeycutt 73 on Instagram. Go follow my orange gym, the no wine cellar. What about you, Jake? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Jake Hyde, Jake, J-A-K-E, Hyde, H-E-I-D. All right, boys. Well, Jake, I really wanted to thank you for coming, and we'll see you next Tuesday, boys. Uh-huh.